Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on, now. move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom who was on crack you're listening to the sports show the sports desk hey this reduced lunch sports man come on now hey bro you're listening to the sports desk Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Sports Desk. I'm your man, one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr. And we are here today to spice it up, man. College football is back, college football is here, and you're listening to the Sports Desk College Football Breakdown Preview Show. And this your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists back in the building, excited about college football preview show. D, let's get into it. We got a whole bunch to get into today. Of course, um, last year was a season unlike any other in college football. I mean, of course, with the pandemic and and the unknowing of COVID, um, you know, we saw a lot of situations that, you know, we had never seen before. Uh, Basically, conferences were just playing within each other. No fans in the stadiums. Um, A lot of games canceled. Um, A lot of players going and coming, catching COVID. It was just a unique season. But all in all, the season did take place. And we were able to get our college football uh, last year, resulting in, of course, the Alabama Crimson Tide winning the national championship. But 2021 brings on new storylines, uh, 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 different teams, new head coaches, new rankings, Heisman, uh, college football player, everything. We're here to talk about it all today. So, of course, we're going to start off this uh, this show talking about um, Black, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the alliance that has taken place um, you know, how do you feel about uh, everything that they could have coming uh, between these three conferences? Because we've seen Texas and Oklahoma go to the SEC, and now you have the other three remaining power five saying, you know what? Before anything else gets crazy, we're going to go ahead and link up and do our, so to speak, our own thing. What do you think about those three conferences linking up? Uh, I think it's a big deal. I, I, I like the idea of them teaming up because if you when you put – uh, powers like Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC, you know that's a that's a big deal. And then you're really looking at that conference like the one major conference that that has some of the most of the top teams in it. But then you align the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten together, talking about some very very exciting football games. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with it and and how it's going to impact. Everything with the uh with 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 the playoff and do they extend it? Do they keep it the same? But I'm excited for it. It's going to make college football uh, more exciting than it already is. I'm looking forward to it, D. Yeah, I mean it's just confirmation for me of what's taking place. Um, these Power Five conferences are fending for themselves. Uh, with the SEC being the most powerful of them all, in my opinion, henceforth you have two of the most historic programs. Um, Texas and uh, Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 and headed uh, to the ACC. SEC speaks volumes. I mean, right before that, you had Texas A&M and Missouri join the conference. I mean, they just had, you know, 
new uh, members of their uh, of their conference. What I mean, every other year it seemed like they got new people coming to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten say, you know what, man, we gonna get ahead of this. So the first thing I start to think about right away now, not only is this gonna affect. Of course, college football, but all college sports. I mean, basketball, uh, golfing, swimming. I mean, everything. All of this is going to play a major part. And my mind just goes straight to one Saturday morning. I got to get up, and now I'm at a game at Oregon. Florida State at Oregon. And then the very next week or a couple of weeks after that, Florida State could be going to Indiana. Or Oregon State could be coming to Florida State. I mean, go throughout the Pac-12. UCLA could be going to Clemson. I mean, these are the matchups that we dreamed about as kids mm-hmm. that we only would get in bowl games. And I'm happy that we're starting to get these. I'm sick of the traditional way of college football. I'm tired of it. It's to me, it's played out. It's like stale bread. Yeah. Like no one, no one is entertained anymore by the same four teams playing in the college football playoff. Yeah. It, 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 and for and for me, it kind of takes you back to the nineties, D, like when everybody was playing everybody. <laughs> Like even even Bobby Bowden, even Bobby Bowden said, "Well, if you ain't gonna come to us, we gonna go to you." You know, rest <clears> in peace, Bobby Bowden. But he, Bobby Bowden sure. wanted to play everybody. He didn't care where he went at. And in the nineties, you got a lot of those games where teams went some everywhere and played each other. And now that's what it would the with the alignment of these conferences. That's basically what you're going to get again. And man, uh, all I can say about that align that uh, that alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC and the Pac twelve. You're going to get some very, very good football out of it and some exciting, very exciting uh, matchups. Absolutely. And then that leaves one conference left. Mm-hmm. There's one conference out there that's going to be either A, they're going to try to fend off the vultures <laughs> until they're no more, or B, they're going to get their act together. The Big 12 commissioner is going to get his uh, head out of his butt. And he's going to start talking to some uh, other conferences and see where these teams can go. Because in the next five years, the Big 12 will be no more. Yeah, I agree. I mean, done. Finito. Mm -hmm. It'll be over. You're going to see the real impact as soon as in the next two years, Texas and Oklahoma are now in the SEC. They're not waiting five years. They're going to pay whatever that penalty tag is, two, three, eight million dollars. They got it. They're going to pay that and they're going to be up out of there. And I'm just waiting on the announcements that Georgia and Texas are going to open up the 2028 20, season mm-hmm. or whatever that year that may be. So the Big 12, they got some nice, talented teams over there. Where do the Cyclones go? Iowa State is an up-and-coming program in the Big 12 that's been kind of consistent over the last three to four years just for bringing in talent and competing. Where does Kansas State go? Where does Kansas go? Where do these teams go? Well, they're going to have to find new homes. And I think all of these teams are are on their own. Mm. You might see Iowa State in the Pac-12, then you might see Kansas in the ACC. I think it's just the rest of these teams in that conferences, I got to think within the next three to six months, we're going to be hearing about invitations, you know, being accepted from these schools from other conferences because they're going to have to be a part of these top four programs or they're going to have to go to the Mid-Atlantic. That's that's just where it is. And I love it. I, I, I love it. We need one big pool of college football where you got the SEC obviously on one side of the world and then you got these other three on the other side. What's up? Let's get it going. Extend the playoff. Mm-hmm. Give us the matchups that we want to see during the regular season that can impact the playoff because now as things sit, 
We're going to talk about this in a little while. The way things are currently constructed, we're going to get the same four to six teams in the playoff for the next three years. It's the truth. It's the truth. And it's t- enough of that. It's time for that to be done with. Because I'll give any amount of money to wake up one morning and say, golly, the number two ranked Clemson Tigers, boy, they're on the road today. They got to go visit number nine Oregon Ducks during the regular season. Mm-hmm. That's an impact on what? The college football playoff. So that, that those are the things that I'm looking forward to most. And, and I'm, I'm just glad it's happening. Yeah. I'm glad it's I happening. Got, I got two things for you. Two things for you. With this alliance and then with what the SEC is doing, bringing in Oklahoma and Texas, where do you where do you see where do you see conference championships going from here? I with think, the alliance of the three, and then with the SEC, we already know what the SEC is going to be. Yeah, but with this alliance, how does that throw a monkey wrench into getting your conference champions? Are, are we going to be to a point where we only have three conference tra- champions or two conference champions in all of college football? And then another, the other, the second question is. What does this do for teams like Notre Dame? Does this force them to join the SEC or the ACC? Uh, that uh, that three alliance, does that force them to change? Because with all this going on, they can't stay independent. So what? What? how do you feel about that and where do you see that going based on both those questions? I think conference championships do stay. <clears throat> I think the one problem that the BCS and the college football playoff had is that you had a power five. Mm-hmm. So the one year when Penn State went 10-2, and two, and had a very large case of making a playoff that year, but they didn't get in because mm. they lost two games early in the season, but they were the hottest team in the country. Big Ten champions did not make the playoff. They didn't. So now you're going to have four power four championships. You're going to have your SEC, your ACC, your Pac-12, and your Big Ten. So if all four of those champions come out and make the playoff, you won't have the conversation of, oh, wow, I mean, what about the Big 12 champion? You won't have to worry about nothing more. You mm-hmm. won't. So I do think they do keep the conference championships alive. And it's favorable because they don't have to worry about that sore thumb sticking out of a few years back a Penn State team who arguably should have been in the playoff. It's supposed to be the best teams, right? Mm-hmm. Was that Penn State team not one of four best yeah, at that time? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They should have been there, but they weren't. And then what was the second question you had? Oh, uh, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. They yeah. got to join somewhere. Okay. They, they, I, I just think their backs are up against it now because – when you deal with, what, what is it, 10, 11, 12 conferences out here, mm-hmm. they play in the Mid-American, the ACC. They play all over the place. I just think either one or two ways they can go. Either they join the ACC or they join the Big Ten. It's, it's one or two ways. Can they still keep their independent rights at NBC? Yeah, I'm sure they can. Mm-hmm. But I think them getting off, basically painting their own uh, schedule to say, hey, this is who we're going to play. This is when we're going to play them. If we take care of business, then we're in. I think those days are numbered. Okay. I just think that because you want to know why, Notre Dame may pick up the phone. They may call Clemson for another game, and they say, hey, man, bro, we already booked for 2026. <laughs> yeah, I see what you You see saying. what I'm saying? We already yeah. taken care of in 2026. Yeah. And, what, and, and my thing with the alliance, and tell me if I'm seeing this right, if, if, I'm, if I'm getting the right picture out of this alliance. It's not just going to be a conference full of teams. They're still going to have the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Yeah. Or they just come together and, and and become one and have different sides. No, they're gonna they're gonna have the ACC is still gonna be a thing, but they're gonna be relying on one another. From what I read, now of okay. course those things could change. Like for instance, I did see that the Pac-12 and the ACC have already started negotiations. 
where those two conferences are going to be in the mix for those teams playing games, Clemson and Oregon, Oregon State and and, and North Carolina. Like, those things are already in the works. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have the Big Ten. They're going to be right in the mix of that. They're going to be knocking on the door of the Pac-12 or the ACC doing the same thing. Okay. I just think they're going to be able to help each other. Because when you look at the SEC, and don't get me wrong, will the SEC be up against it? If you look at an Alabama schedule in like three years, Alabama schedule, they got LSU, they got Texas A&M, they got Florida, they got Georgia. Loaded, right? Oklahoma, we talk about it every year. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. We talk about yeah. it every year. Yeah. Well, now you're going to have to look at a team like Clemson. They loaded now. Man, they had to play Oregon. They had to play Penn State. They had to play Michigan. Like it, Those conversations are over with for the SEC. But but I really don't believe the SEC would be worried about it. No, no, no. I'm just so- saying, they, just, they just had to leg up. They always had that Lego, oh, we the hardest conference. Yeah, in which they still will be, just with adding Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, but I think these other conferences now, with the new system in place, they're going to have that right to say but that they too. realized, I believe they realized they had to do something yeah, because they were going to get left behind. No, I agree. I agree with that. <laughs> so they had to level the playing field for the S- like the uh, SEC, the others had to come together and build something. I agree. Less if they just got two of the biggest schools in all of college football, we need to do something here. I agree because people are not going to be tuning in to the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Twelve. We're going to be watching the SEC. I agree because you know why we have Texas and Oklahoma over there. Mm-hmm. And in this world, you hear a lot about Oklahoma. You hear a lot about Texas. Mm-hmm. Everything's bigger in Texas. You hear it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think with them doing it, and I, and, and I agree with you, I think they level the playing field. Yes. Will it be a battle of? Would it be a battle of both sides? I really don't think think so because the SEC is always going to stay, in my opinion, that top conference. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely see them staying. Uh, a little b- above water uh, compared to the alliance, but I'm just saying when it comes down to that last week of the season, and it's time to start talking about you know strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. I just think the SEC will have company now. Okay, when you go look at a Florida State, like man, Florida State beat Michigan. They went to Indiana, who finished eight and three. They had to go uh, play UCLA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they, these are the things they had to do. You know, compared to what Alabama and LSU and in in Florida and what they face, you know, week in and week out, I just think these other programs are going to be right there in the mix. Okay, I just think they're going to be in the mix, and I'm excited for it. I really can't wait to get the ball rolling. I wish we could start it next year. Yeah, but it's going to make some for some amazing storylines, though. It's going to make for amazing storylines. I'm excited. Huge, like, huge. I hope they do. I, I guess once everything gets signed and they're green on it, I hope it's something they. Throw in right away. I know it may take some time, but yeah. it, like you, I agree with you. I hope it's something that they could do next year, man, because go ahead and get this ball rolling, man. Like you said a couple episodes ago when we was talking about some stuff, man, shake some stuff up in college football. Yeah. It might be time for that to shake some yeah, stuff man. up because we getting the same old, same old. Like once the 90s disappeared and the whole uh, BCS mm-hmm. went away, it's like you got the playoff. You got everything else after that. And, it, it's that's what we're doing, and people are not over the top excited of how this new process with the playoff is. So shaking things up might be a good thing for college football. I think it'll be a great thing. I mean, how can it not? How can it not? And and, and to the traditionalists out there who who scoff against it and, and they want their their granddaddy's college football, well, maybe you need to go find you something else to watch. <laughs> maybe you need to pick up badminton or something like that or lacrosse. Or something like that, because the the the, 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 the whole sports world is. Look at the NFL. 
They added what? Another week to their season. Mm-hmm. 17 weeks this year. Extra they added extra round playoffs. Mm-hmm. Baseball has done it. They've added extra rounds to their playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the NBA playing tournaments. Like the, the sports are evolving. They are. And college football needs to get on board. And it looks like they have. And, you know, you got to tip your hat to Texas and Oklahoma for really starting this thing. They did. They started it, man, because if they wouldn't have made a move, it would have been quiet as hell. And you know what's crazy? It's something you said. You really sit back and think about something you just said. Missouri and Texas A&M left the Big 12. They did. But it wasn't such, It wasn't a big deal. Was it? But when you got Texas yes. and Oklahoma leaving, then people raised the eyebrow like, oh, wow. Powerhouses. Powerhouses. Oh, wow. Powerhouses. But at yeah. first it was Texas and Missouri getting out of the getting out of the Big Twelve. Yeah, they they lose they're losing teams rapidly here. Yeah, and like you said, if those other teams don't figure out what they're going to do, they're going to be they're going to be left out to dry. Yes, they are. You know, they're going to be looking crazy because something's going to have to happen, man. Like, but yep. I'm excited to see what they're going to do, Same. how they're going to play this thing out. I'm excited for it, D. Very much so looking forward to it. So, yeah, man, that's just me and Black Stalks on the Alliance, all right, with the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten. Of course, any further developments that come out of this store, of course, we'll be right here to break it down and give you guys our thoughts and our opinions as college football continues to expand, uh, get a, a makeover, a facelift, or a lipo, whatever you want to call it. College football, as you know it. It's going to look a whole lot different in the next handful of years, and we're excited for it here at Sports Desk. All right, Black, we're back. College football is back, man. Black, I want to know just off the top of your dome, man, what are you looking forward to the most this season? Are we Like we stated in the beginning of the show, different year last year, circumstances, but it seems like things are back. What are you looking forward to most, man? Oh, the excitement, man. The rush. The uh the chill the chilling the bone chilling environments I mean just everything man I'm ready to see the Clemson Tigers come round run down that hill I'm ready to see the whiteout in Penn State I'm ready to see uh Florida State see the Seminoles uh war and I'm ready I'm just ready for all of it man I'm ready to see all the fans bike in the stadiums it's just something about having the fans in college football just make everything. Uh, feel so more exciting, and then you uh having the kids back, man. You got new faces, uh, up and coming kids, faces that we've seen. You know, it's just college football is always just exciting about everything. It's pure. Mm. It's nothing. It's it's just, everything about it is pure, mm. man. You know, these guys are playing, giving it their all just to get to the next level, and we get the the we get the very best from them every Saturday. Mm. And I'm excited, D. I, this college football is uh, my favorite sport, and I love it. This this is my time of year. Football is back. Mm. You know, I just got chills looking at game day Saturday, D. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about college football being back, and I cannot wait to next weekend first and foremost man one of the most things that i'm looking forward to and i got a glimpse of it yesterday is having lee corso back on game day <laughs> that did my heart good to see old lee corso coming back and they did a, a beautiful welcome back videos from all over the nation all of the college coaches and the fan bases man welcoming lee corso back to game day and uh it was just good to see him good to see uh uh, him, you know, wear, wear the jersey and pick Alcorn State yesterday. Just those things. I'm just glad to have Lee Corso back. And secondly, man, I got to go off everything you were saying. It ain't nothing like a big game. 
It ain't nothing like when the credits first come on, whether it's at noon, 3.30, or 8 p.m. When it first comes on and that live aerial shoot of the fans and the cheering and the hollering, whoever your favorite announcers is, they welcome you into the game and they say something like, we're going to get this Saturday. Number two ranked Clemson Tigers versus the number fifth ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Mm, that mm, just mm. gives you chills. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes you sit straight up in your chair Make you pay attention to your surroundings Just a little bit more Because you get that big game Big fight feel When you get these top matchups Like we're going to be getting man I'm just looking forward to Just that man The pageantry mm -hmm. The colors You know the face paint The screaming The yelling Kirk Herbstreet Desmond Howard I'm just looking forward to them all man I'm just looking forward to just Getting back to Saturdays, but when you get up in the morning, man, you just get that 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 vibe. That oh boy, I'm in the house all day today because <laughs> it's big games all around. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most, man, for sure. We, we said something a long time ago. When college football season come around, we save a whole, whole lot, lot of money. Of money. <laughs> we save an incredibly <laughs> amount of money during college football season. I look forward to saving a couple of dollars, my boy. A couple of dollars. All right, but let's go ahead and jump right into it. Now, on this show, man, we're going to be going through the conferences, man. We're going to talk about the ACC, the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12. Um, we're going to be talking about college football playoff predictions. We're going to predict our national champion. We're going to predict our Heisman winner. We're just going to go all over the landscape of college football. Once again, you listen to the college football preview show from the sports desk. Um, of course, college football kicked off this past weekend. But the shebang happens this Saturday. Mm -hmm. The shebang happens this Saturday. Even though Hawaii got their brains beat in by 80. <laughs> I still sat there and I enjoyed it, man, to see uh, some football on the TV screen. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead and jump into a black week one, man. Three pivotal matchups, man, that set the stage for the new season of college football. Let's go ahead and start off, man, with the big one of the weekend, man. Huh? Let's talk about the number five dogs and the number three tigers. Getting it on from Clemson this Saturday night, man. Black, talk about it, man. How do you feel about it? Look, man. Yes, sir. This, this, this is this is why we love the sport. Yes, sir. This is why we love college football. You, you, you always know that you're going to. I don't care what happened. Week one, you always know you're going to get one matchup. Yes, sir. That's going to drive you insane Saturday a night. A smoker. <laughs> and we got one. You got a top five matchup week one. Yep. And uh, Clemson versus Georgia. Man, like, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> a lot of experts are picking Georgia. They say, a lot of people are saying this could be this could be Georgia year. If JT Daniels can lock in, this could be Georgia's year. They have so much talent back yeah. defensively and offensively. And then this... Clemson is just going to be Clemson. Clemson is going to continue to reload. And they got a new kid in the back that we got a, we got a chance to see last season. For three weeks. Who has a cannon. Uh, he has a cannon for an arm. And, and he's boy, a big boy. He a big, he's a bulldozer. <laughs> and man, like, I, D, I really don't know. Yeah. What they expect week one. Yeah. You know, I know we got to predict it and give a win. I'm, I, but at, right now, I'm like, wow, man, that's like. That's a playoff type game week one. Yeah. You know, what do you do, Georgia, Clemson? And, and then when we were talking last night, I, when you was like, it's in Clemson, it's not in Clemson. It's a neutral, neutral side, side game. game. Yeah. It's in Charlotte. So I'm like, man, this game can go either way. 
Yeah. You know, so I'm excited for it, though, D. Like, I'm locked in at 730. It's not 8 o'clock anymore at 730, if you if you didn't know. But, D, I'm ready. I'm excited. Clemson, Georgia, it don't get no better than that, man. I'm through the roof. I'm looking forward to this, man. Like you said, each year, man, we always get something like this, man. I can just remember from the years back, man, we opened up the year, man, with Georgia and Clemson a few years back, and it was a top five matchup. I remember we got number one Alabama versus number two Florida State. I mean, number four Florida State, man, to start the year, man. I remember that. I mean, you just get these big-time matchups and you really don't know where to go. But I know where I'm going. I'm going ahead and kick this thing off, my boy, with the dogs and the Tigers. I'm going coaching. Give me Dabo and the Tigers to knock off the Bulldogs. Already, JT, bro? JT Daniels. I ain't sold on it. Georgia got a nice defense. They got a nice run game coming along with it. But I ain't sold on Mr. Daniels just yet. I'm not sold on them, Black. Give me the Tigers. Give me Dabo. Give me a Tua They got good coaching too, though, bro. Give me Dabo. <laughs> big time field. Big time games. Picking the grass up out the ground. Giving them a taste. Give me Dabo. Give me the Tigers. Final <sighs> score. Clemson 28. Georgia 24. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Let's get it, baby. You we know kick, what, D? We kicking it off, man. You know what? What's up? I'm going to go opposite of you, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Georgia. Okay. I think I, I, if I'm if I'm looking and I'm hearing and I'm listening and I'm I'm just it's a whole lot of stuff that's going on around Georgia. It seems like it's a lot of positivity going on around Georgia this year. So, okay. I'm going to pick Georgia okay. to pull this out, but I'm not going to I'm not going to go where you go. I'm going to pick Georgia to win this game 31 to 28. All right. I really think JT Daniels, he I think he's going to be able to be that quarterback that that can make a few plays here and there, but manage and let and let his athletes on the offensive side of the ball help him out. I think that defense is going to be locked in. I think they give Clemson's quarterback a, a, a some problems. I think Georgia is really 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 loaded this year. So I really, I really think, I really believe that Georgia is going to pull this out, and this will be a big win for them. Cause Georgia needs a big win. Last year was a really tough year for them, but they need a, a need, they need a big win, like beating somebody like Clemson to start the year off with. So I'm gonna take Georgia 31-28. I, and I ain't like either way it could go, either way it go. But I gotta get my man name right, man. <laughs> DJ Ooglier. Yeah. Uh, Agunier. Ooglier, as close as I'm going to get, bro. If you listen to the dog, we apologize to the sports because we like you, bro. We do. We, we like do. you. But I just had to give it a stab. DJ Ooglier, man, he got some experience last year. And the one thing I keep in mind, I saw Kirk Herbstreit say something about it yesterday. And no one, like, really, you know, said anything after he did. The kid got big game experience. He do? He went to Notre Dame. Yes, he did. He went there. Double overtime. And he balled out, and too. And he balled out. It wasn't out. his fault that they lost. It was not his. <laughs> that Kirk Murphy said it yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. And, and, and the rest of the guys kind of, yeah, you know, they kind of was sticking on the Georgia wave. And I was like, man, this kid went to, went to Notre Dame. It was freezing cold. Yeah. Clemson was ranked number one. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the reason. So him going into Charlotte, 
against the fifth ranked dogs, I think he'll be all right. Yeah. And I, I would think, think I would think when you said that thing was in Clemson, I was like, ah. <laughs> but it's a neutral site now, so I'm like, you. okay. I feel you. All right. It's an even playing field now here, so okay, yeah. But I like the dogs, man. I think the dogs got something working, something special. I hope hope I'm not wrong, but I'm going to roll with the dogs. All right, we can't wait for that matchup, man. That matchup is this upcoming Saturday, ABC 730, third-ranked Tigers, fifth-ranked dogs. Man, can't wait for to be on that pizza and that anger order watching that one, my boy. (laughs) All right, let's get to game number two on the slate. We got the number one-ranked reigning defending national champion Alabama Crimson Tide welcoming in a brand new cast of characters to take on the young upstart team that hasn't done nothing in college football the number 14th rank Miami Hurricanes shout out to you Kevin Dunbar Black the number one ranked Crimson Tide 14th ranked uh, Miami Hurricanes in Atlanta right at the the Peach Bowl or Mm -hmm. whatever what do you think, man? How is that going to go? I like the way you just stick that disrespect you like in there. That? Yeah, man. I've been working that one all week. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, uh, D, man. 3.30 ABC. <laughs> I just really... No disrespect to the Hurricanes, man. I just think we're going to see what we see every year from the uh, from the Crimson Tide. Hmm. You know, when, when have we seen the Crimson Tide struggle... Uh, in 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 their first game, or not look good in their first games, can't we remember. haven't seen it. You can't, can't you can't remember. Like even you talk about, we still gonna see a lot of new faces. It's become it's become a thing at Alabama where it's plug and play after people leave. You plug them next man up. Factory. You know it's a factory. So I think I think Miami comes out energetic. I think they make some plays because De'Aaron, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right. I think it's De'Aaron, King. De'Aaron King. The kid's going to make some plays. I believe he's going to make some plays with his legs and through the air. But I just don't know if they're going to be able to sustain the uh, Alabama keep coming. And they saying this kid, Bryce Young, is the real deal at quarterback. And we haven't even seen him play. Shoot. D, he's a million dollar kid. He ain't even touched the football field yet. D. He ain't said hut. A million dollars. Ain't even said hut yet. He ain't even said hut, D. <laughs> and he worth a million dollars. <laughs> so the kid got to be special. And then he a West Coast kid, man. So yeah, yeah. we know in the West Coast, they like to throw the ball all around. And man, like, <laughs> I just think Alabama, I think this thing is it, very exciting at first. But I think Alabama runs away with this. I like Alabama to win this 41 to 21. Mm, 41 to 21. Man, that's that's real nice of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's real nice of you, man. That's real. Yeah, let's go ahead and. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I only have one question. Mm. Can Miami and their athletes, because Lord knows they are athletic. Lord knows they will be energetic. They following the moxie of their head coach, Mr. Manny Diaz, who is Miami. Mm -hmm. Been there through and through a long time. And he is in control of the little upstart that they do have down there. But my question is, can they match their energy of a well-oiled dogmatic machine? Who cares nothing about you? We've seen Alabama maim people. No matter what program you're from, Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida State, it does not matter to them. Mm-hmm. This is a football game. Yep. And they playing up against themselves. 
Can Miami match in the first quarter the energy of head bustles? <laughs> now, I know they from the 305 and they wicked out and they slugged up and they got all that wild charismatic energy and they think people scared of them because they flying around like that. But guess who ain't scared of you? Them cornbread fed hog mollies. <laughs> Them boys don't care nothing about no wicks. They don't care nothing about no slugs. They don't care nothing about that. Them boys coming in there hungry. Mm. And if Miami can't match that energy, bombs away. (laughs) Now, I'm going to be realistic and dial it back a bit. I believe the Canes come in excited. I believe the Canes come in their first two or three drives, and we're like, okay, we might get us a ball game here. I think they defense have some nice, young, talented players, man. I think Manny Diaz, Diaz has done a great job recruiting and getting some people in place in Miami. But there's levels to this, dog. They call it a welterweight and heavyweight and light heavyweight division for a reason. Mm. Because you can't stick Floyd Mayweather in there against Tyson Fury because you know what would happen? Bye-bye, Floyd! <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to be the same thing with Miami coming from welterweight, going up to a heavyweight in the in Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama 47, Miami 20. Oh, man. I just, look, <laughs> Miami has not even had an opportunity like this. Florida State hasn't been very good for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Clemson has been the horse in the ACC. And what have they done to Miami when they played them? Good God. <laughs> So what other opportunities has Miami had to face a situation like this? Yeah. Now, do I think Miami's going to have a bad year this year? No, I don't. I don't think they're going to have a bad year. But I just don't think they stand a chance up against Miami. Now, Derrick King, he will be the one to make this thing interesting in the first quarter. But as we see so many times, Black, that defense, that offensive line, that running game, they woe you to sleep. Yeah, they do. They rock you. They rock you. They rock you until you're out cold. Mm. And that's what's going to happen this Saturday. Bama, Crimson Tide, Nick Saban, big over the Hurricanes. Yeah, I think this year, I really believe this year, I believe this is the year. And we've said it before, D, you even spoke on. I think this is the year, even though what a tough task in Alabama that Miami's going to have this first game, I think this is the year we need to see Miami take the next step. Yes. We've been, like you say, Florida, Florida State has dialed back. You know, it's it's yep. always it's just been Clemson standalone. Yeah. In the ACC, it's Clemson standalone, and Miami always been that team. Okay, they did they abused Florida State the past couple of years. Can they take the next step? Can they take the next step? But after, for some reason, after they play Florida State and drill Florida State, they always disappear. Mm-hmm. They always disappear. This is the year, and they have the talent. They have the coaching staff. They have. They have the athletes on 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 the offensive side and the defensive side to take that next step this year. Hopefully, we can see that. Week one against Alabama, man, they up against it. But in the ACC, it's time for them to make a move, D. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to really get into the ACC because I have some more words to kind of piggyback off what you said uh, about the Hurricanes, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a minute. All right, Black. Highlight game for us personally. This coming Sunday night. Only football game on television. Hell, it might be the only sporting event on television minus a baseball game or two. Black, the Florida State Seminoles are back in action, man. 
Year number two under preacher and deacon Mike Norvell. Black, we go up against the number eighth ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish ABC Sunday, 730. Black, I want to know two things. One, how do you feel about your nose going into this game? And two, Black, who wins this game? Oh, man. D, this is a tough one for me, man. I'm excited about this game. It's a, it's a, it's a few things for me in this game. I, I know at 7:30 on ABC and <clears throat> Tallahassee and Bobby Bowden Field, it's gonna be rocking. It's gonna be emotional. The stadium, the, the crowd is gonna be crazy because of the passing of Bobby Bowden. I know emotions are going to be sky high in that stadium. And um, I'm I'm hoping that Mike Norvell and Florida State Seminoles football team are going to come out there and put forth their best effort. Coaching, talent, we got the talent. We have the coaching. It's a few questions for me at uh, <clears throat> at the offensive line positions, the defensive line positions. Got a few questions about the nose, but can the nose, can the nose and Mike Norvell find a way to put it together and focus in on 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 Notre Dame, and that's the task at hand. This is week one versus a top ten team. You gotta let it go, man. The atmosphere in there is going to be crazy, and I feel like they can, they the energy that's they, that could help them in there because it's going to be crazy. D, I think this is going to be a, I I feel like it's going to be back and forth. I believe. Uh, Florida State will be better offensively. I think that, man, this is tough, man. Notre Dame ain't playing around because they were well coached. Yes, sir. They have a, a a transfer quarterback coming in who's already been named a starter. So, and they have preseason All Americans on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball. So this is this is going to be a real tough one for for Florida State, but. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with my nose, man, and I'm gonna say, D, they win this game, um, twenty-eight to twenty. And I and I feel like it's gonna come down to the fourth quarter. I feel like they make enough plays to get this game get this game done. But I believe Florida State has to has to play has to come out fast and score. Florida State cannot. If Florida State plays from behind, I don't know how good they're going to be coming from behind, D. But I've, we've said it before. We've talked about it. I want to see good competitive football from Florida State in this game. Everything you got, everything you need in this game for Florida State to be to have the motivation, want to win, the energy is just going to be crazy in Tallahassee. It's going to be rocking in there. Like it's going to it's going to be like the games when Jimbo Fisher and our national championships team was playing in that stadium. It's going to be rocking, and hopefully they can build on that. And execute things on the off on the offensive side of the ball and make some plays defensively to get um Notre Dame out of their source of what they do offensively. So I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Florida State to win this 28 to 20 uh on Sunday night in Tallahassee. Man, now I'll be the first to say I come out here and I act out in a childish way against Florida State a lot of the times, but I just can't help myself because I love my team. And I am not a supporter of losing culture. And hear me when I say this. If we're losing and fighting till we have no fight left, and I can be proud of that, and I can use that and build on that, you'll never hear me say, say a word. We'll just get ready for the next game. 
But I feel like Florida State has had a losing culture since Jimbo Fisher has left. Willie Taggart served us no purpose. Losing culture. Last year, Mike Novell's first year, just keeping it real, it was a losing culture. There was a lot of games where I just feel like where we just weren't available. And we're right there on the field with these teams. The only game that we can truly say that we were dialed in and reached our maximum potential was, of course, the win at with number five, North Carolina, coming to Doak Campbell. Excuse me, Bobby Bobby Field. But I'm looking at this, man. <laughs> Brian Kelly is a top five coach in college football. His offensive line is back. His running backs are back. Most of his defense is back. He's welcoming new receivers and he's welcoming a new quarterback this year. Florida State has a lot of soul searching to do. We need to figure out who can we depend on. And I don't know if that is a recipe for success. Because we have a lot that we got to figure out. Now, do I think Florida State will come out and get their brains beat in on Sunday night? No, I don't. I think this game will be close. I think the energy in that stadium, I just think the pride of living up to Bobby Bowden will be in full effect. Coach Norvell and the rest of the coaching staff, they have to pump that into these kids and I believe these kids will be receptive of the message and they'll be ready to go. But I got to keep it real, man. I think Notre Dame wins this game. But I think they win it very, very closely. I also think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Notre Dame squeaks out a win against Florida State 27-24. to Last second field goal. Why do I say that? Why am I not picking my team to win? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I haven't seen anything in the last season for me to even be confident in. If I'm bugging somebody, tell me. Is it my defense that I can hang my hat on right now before the game starts? No. Is it my quarterback? I, hell, I don't even know who he's going to be. Is it my <laughs> offensive line? What, where can I hang my hat on and say, you know what? I can put all my chips on my defense and I'm riding. But I can't say that. And I'm only keeping it real. But I do believe the fight from our team will show. I believe we will be locked in. I think the energy will be through the roof. Thank God this game is in Tallahassee. I just think it's a close game. I think Notre Dame squeaks out a win. 27-24. But the Hanos have something to build on going into the rest of the season. Black, how you feel about those thoughts for me, man? Uh, <laughs> I, agree some, I, I agree with some of the stuff that you're saying about you know, not knowing because we really don't know. For me, I just think it's it's the energy in the building, man. Emotions gonna be high, and and if Norvell can come up with a game plan, man, and stick to it, and if it gets to working, well, whatever quarterback, Jordan Travis, maybe uh, McKenzie Milton, whoever it may be, Florida. This is one thing Florida State has had. They have and will continue to have. They have a lot of talent. If you can get bodies in them trenches to work for you, Florida State will always going to, going, to, going to compete. That's what's been our downfall. And defensively, we just couldn't – got a lot of talent, a lot of athleticism defensively, just can't put it together. Is this the year that Florida State can put it together? Can I say yes? I don't know. 
I don't know. I agree with you, D. I don't know. It's nothing I can hang my my hat on. The only thing that I'm hanging my hat on in in this game is the energy, the atmosphere, how crazy it's going to be in that stadium. And I feel like if Florida State with that and and what the game plan that Norvelka put together, I feel like it could be a recipe to, to sneak out a win against Notre Dame in a crazy environment because we know it's going to be crazy. They already saying sell out 90,000 in the stadium. We hadn't seen that. D. How, how long has it been since we seen that? Have it. We hadn't seen it in a very long time. And I feel like if, if Norvell can coach these boys up, like you said, if he can coach these boys up, get in their head and be like, guys, you got all the opportunity in the world right now. We're going out here representing Bobby Bowden and everything Florida State is about. Yeah. And and what and what other big stage to do it on in Tallahassee against a top 10 ranked Notre Dame team? Yeah. That's what I'm leaning my head on right now, hoping that's something that 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 can put them over the top. I totally 100 percent agree with you, D. Defensively, I don't know. Offensively, D, I don't know. Quarterback wise, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna find out a couple minutes before it kick off at 7 30. So I'm 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 hoping that I'm hoping that these guys can come together, pull this win. It's one you gotta win this game. Like you win this game or you compete in this game or lose this game. But Florida State has to look good. Winning or losing. They got to give Florida State fans be like, okay, we can, we, at least we compete. At least we can compete. We can see something. Wasn't able to say that the past couple of years that we were competing. Haven't been able to say that. Outside of beating, like you said, outside of beating the Tar Heels, it's nothing else Florida State has done to say we've competed. But I'm hoping that that atmosphere in the night that we're going to be honoring Bobby Bowden I hope that does something for Florida State football team to help them get over the top against Notre Dame. Yeah, I would rather than nothing more than the Florida State to see Florida State knock off the ninth-ranked Irish. Of course. Of course. I would love to see that. But more importantly, what I would love to see more, believe it or not, yeah, do you want to see something more than a win? Yeah, I do. I want to see fight. I want to compete. And I want nothing else to be said, whether win or lose after that game, around the country for people to say one thing and one thing only about Florida State University. You want to know what that is? But you don't want to play them. You don't want to play them. Them boys going to be ready to go. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to be said about my team. You don't want to play us. Period. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna come out of that. Week one is loaded, man. They have some other marquee matchups to look forward to. Excuse me, look forward to on week one. You got Willie Taggart making his return to college football and taking FIU down to Gainesville, my boy, to see the Gators. Gators by a hundred. <laughs> I would never. I, I look. I'll never cheer for Florida. But guess what? I'm cheering. Guess what? I'm cheering for. I'm cheering for Florida to be FAU by 100. Mm, mm, mm. I want to see him get smacked up. Okay? We also <laughs> we also got the... It was another... Okay, we also have Penn State, 19th ranked Nittany Lions, going to Wisconsin on Fox on it's noon. That is a, a noon one. kickoff. Hey. Big 10 opener. That is going to be excellent to see. Um, 
on week one. We got uh, Indiana Hoosiers, number 17th ranked Hoosiers, taking on the 18th ranked Hawkeyes, all right, 330 on the Big 12 Network. You also have the Raging Cajuns, my boy, the 23rd ranked Raging Cajuns, traveling to Austin, Texas, to take on the Texas Longhorns, led by Steve Sarkeesian. He'll be making his debut at home, 21 ranked Longhorns, versus the 23rd ranked Raging Cajuns coming up uh, this Saturday night. That's a 4.30 kick on Fox, all right? So, got a handful of games. Uh, well, excuse me. You have uh, thousands of games in week one, but you got a handful of marquee games to pay attention to. Hey, ACC fans, pay attention this Friday night. Pay attention this Friday night, 6 o'clock on ESPN, the 10th-ranked Tar Heels and the Fighting Mac Browns. <laughs> Travel to Blacksburg to take on the Virginia Tech Hokies. Pay attention to that game on Friday night, guys. Six o'clock. Yeah. ESPN. Then we can have something shaking now, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You holler at me. Good. Yeah, holler at me if you really mean it. <laughs> I just, me it really just, mean man, it's college football, and we know how things could get in Blacksburg, my boy. For sure. Should should For sure. should Virginia Tech beat North Carolina? No. We'll see. But hey, look, man, this is the after pandemic. Fans back in the building. We'll see. It's gonna be rocking in Blacksburg, yeah. you know. D, I just don't know. It mm-hmm. could be a recipe. For something to happen Yeah holla at me You know <laughs> You know how we give it up Holla at me I'll take a pomegranate plunge From you my boy Anytime Alright man We're gonna come out of week one We're gonna go down Conference by conference Let's go ahead and start off With the SEC Let's show a little respect Hey bro You listening to the sports desk It's time once again. What? what did you do in camp? Hey, this would do some lunch sports, man. Come on now. New sports dance. All right, Black, let's go ahead and get into the SE. C, all right, SEC 2021, man, a lot of things to talk about here within this conference, but let's just go ahead and jump right into it, man, we're going to stop by a couple of programs, and then we're going to get into some predictions and give our thoughts who's going to be in the SEC championship game, who's going to ultimately win the SEC. All right, Black, let's go ahead and kick it off. You know where we got to start. We got to go down to Gainesville, all right? We got to go down and holler at the Florida Gators, all right? Florida Gators lost some significant talent, obviously, in the offseason. Pitts, by God, just a revolutionary talent uh, going on to the NBA. Kyle Trask had a very good year last year for Florida. He's now in the National Football League. Kandarius Toney is also gone, and he's also in the National Football League. So Florida lost a good bit of talent last year. But Dan Mullen and the Gators, and the Gators are back just outside of the top 10 to start the season. Black, how do you feel about the, rank- the rankings with Florida being just outside of the top 10? Oh, I was kind of confused about it because I really think Florida has uh... – a good team. They just got to put everything together. I really, I was really confused about that, but um, I think if Florida with the talent they have, and if if things right in the trenches, or uh, def- on the defensive line and the offensive line, I think Florida going to be able to do something, uh, do something this year. You know, I'm am I going to say national title, anything like that? No, I'm not going to say that just yet. But I believe, I really believe they can have another solid year under Dan Mullen. Um. 
But uh, as far as them taking the next step, I don't, I don't know. Uh, getting into getting into a playoff would be the next step for them. What, what mm. could that happen this year? I'm not sure. But um, they have a lot of talent. The uh, uh, right receiver, you're gonna see a lot of faces there. But I know they got the transfer, the guy from Penn State who played last year. His last name is Shorts. I'm not mm-hmm. sure of his first name, but um. Yes, young talent. Young talent everywhere. They got the young tight end here from Jacksonville who played at Episcopal. Not sure his name either. We're going to get these kids' names. But uh, they say the kid is doing really well in camp. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what Florida brings. I'm not a Florida fan, but I love college football. And, and certain stuff, you got you, you, you to be real about it. Florida has a, a starting to get the bodies in, and they use the portal very well. To get kids in there and uh, Dan Mullen, if he could just put this thing together with the with everything they have uh, around the court around the quarterback position, Florida could have another good year uh, in store. Yeah, uh, you know, Florida got a lot of talent as always. They have it. They keep a defense on them as well. But we all know the question this year: quarterback, Emory Jones. Emory Jones is a starting quarterback for them. He's been at Florida seems like since I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> He's been there for so long, but now he finally getting his opportunity to start for the University of Florida. And what is he going to be able to bring to the table? You know, you read about Emory Jones, and it's kind of mixed. It's kind of mixed, but I got to think that this kid's going to take advantage of his opportunity. He's been in this office for Dan Mullen for, what, three years now? So, you know, he's ready to go. I just think him getting a full shot and hopefully, you know, Dan Mullen got a short leash on the kid and ready to yank him out because I hear that they got a, some nice talent sitting behind him, quite possibly ready to go. But I think it's the Emory Jones show. Mm-hmm. I think Florida wins nine or ten games this year. Um, I think if I really had to think about it, I'd say Florida probably go nine and three this year. I think they take three lumps in the head during the regular season. Of course, we know it's waiting on them on week three. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to say. I'm sorry, D. I, I, that's what I was going to say, man. Week three is really going to tell what the big story is for Florida. Yeah. You got Alabama coming in your place, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Dan Mullen is a good coach. He can put a game plan together and, some, you know, things can work. Offensively, he's a great mind. And we, I really want to see – I'm going to be looking close at that game because I really want to see – that's going to tell the story of what Florida is this year. We already know what Alabama is and yeah. what they're going to be. But with the talent and 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 uh, all the experience that the experience that Florida has, I'm ready to see them against Alabama. So week three is a big week for me when it comes to you know talking Florida Florida Gator football. Yeah, I mean they got the you know the traditional schedule here. Of course, they got Alabama this year, but you know Tennessee and Kentucky, Vanderbilt, they go to LSU this year. Of course, they get Georgia here in Jacksonville. Um, and that's pretty much it for them. You know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, they got Florida State at the end of the year. We go to them this year. Um, South Carolina, so forth and so on. But I fully expect the Florida Gators to be 9-3, 10-2 this year. Um, but, you know, the SEC East is going to be a little bit tough this year. All right. Of course, they have the Georgia Bulldogs that they take care of, that they face on October the 3rd. I think that's Halloween night. Um, but so, you know... <sighs> I think just another Florida Gator year. You know, what's another Florida Gator year? Well, they win nine or ten games, and they don't go to the playoff. Mm-hmm. They end up in the Orange Bowl or uh, the Sugar Bowl or something like that. I just don't see the player on the Florida Gator team this year that's going to propel them to the playoff. I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it'll develop as we watch, but I just don't see them being one of those top four teams when it's all said and done. That's no hate. That's just real. You know, there's a lot of questions there with Emory Jones. A lot. I mean, who's going to be the, who's the leader now? 
Kyle Trask was an excellent leader along with Pitts. They were the leaders of the team. Like, who's there now? So there's some questions to be. Do I think Emory's going to be a leader? Yes. Obviously, he's been there for 10 years. Of course, he's going to be a leader. But, you know, that's just my opinion. I think they get they – I'm going to go with 9-3. and three. I think they go 9-3 and three this year. Okay. I think the Gators go 9-3 and three this year. How about you? Where do you feel they land? Um, And I'm sitting here – I'm sitting here looking at their schedule, D. I really – you know, I know they're going to beat FIU in, in South Florida. I think they lose to Bama. They get Tennessee like they do every year. They beat Kentucky. They beat Vanderbilt. LSU going to be a question. LSU Always. and Georgia, they play, They got them back-to-back. So, that's going to be a question of what Well, what, they got a week happen. off. They got a well, week, they got off, a week right? off, but yeah. they play LSU and then they play yeah. Georgia the following week. So, those are going to be the questions questions for them in those games. If you Are you going to be able to beat? A high as 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 critics are saying, a high powered Georgia team this year with a lot of experience. LSU, could we say LSU could take the next step after what we seen from them last year? Better quarterback play, you are getting some better talent. Who this young talent who's been playing like that were that was young last year. But now they got another year, mm-hmm. you know. So could that be a year? Those those games right there. I think could be the games D. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the uh, Florida Gators they go ten and two this year. Ten and two. Okay. All right. Let's make another pit stop in the SEC. Of course, it should be a short one. Let's go ahead and stop by Tuscaloosa and talk about the Alabama Crimson Tide, the reigning defending national champions. Now, Black, there's just a couple of questions I think that we can honestly just you know just talk about. Um, the first question is, Black, do you see a slip up anywhere? Is there a slip up that you see that would prevent Alabama from not going undefeated this year anywhere. I do, D. Okay, let's go. Um, I really think um, what is this? Uh, week. Hold on, which week is this? Seven. Week seven when they go to A and M. Yeah. I really think that could be something, D. Yeah. You know, I I know that uh, Texas A and M just named a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> D. We know what Jimbo Fisher he did it for Florida State. It's a lot of talent in uh. Texas A&M, Texas A&M has a lot of talent this year. The thing is with them, can Jimbo finally outcoach and beat Nick Saban? That's the only thing for me. The talent is going to be on the both sides of the field, D. Can, can Jimbo Fisher outcoach Nick Saban and beat him? I don't think it's anything else to question. Talent, loads of talent in A&M, loads of talent in Alabama. Jimbo Fisher is a, a, a godsend when it comes to recruiting. He did it at Florida State for us. Mm-hmm. The four, the four or five years he was there, we had top five recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. He's doing it with A and M again. He's doing it in A and M. He's recruiting top five classes. <clears throat> the questions for me, D, can Jimbo Fisher out coach Nick Saban and get the job done? That's the only thing I got on that game. But uh, that's the only game that I see on here. And that could cause Alabama some trouble is Texas A&M. And if Texas A&M can't get the gun done, D, they go undefeated again. For me, they go undefeated again, 12-0. Going into the – well, 12-0 would be before they go in the playoff, right? Uh, 11-0. They'll be 12-0 before the championship game. Yeah, before the championship game. Yeah, so I got them going undefeated, 12-0. I think it's two slip – I think it's two stops here that they have to be – that they have to keep in mind. The first stop is in Gainesville. Okay. Against Florida. I do give Florida a chance to shake it up in Gainesville. Um, 3.30 on CBS. Anything can happen there. 
that's going to be a rowdy environment for yes. Bryce Young going in there, young quarterback. Um, that's not an easy place to play. It's not. Um, they do have some leadership there in Alabama, but we all know, like any, whether it's college or where it's NFL, the quarterback is going to be the reason why you probably win or you lose the game. And will Bryce Young be able to handle the environment that is called the swamp? All right, so that's one stop. The next stop, I'm right with you at AM, man. When? <laughs> when is Jimbo going to do it? When? Jimbo is a top 10 coach. Hell, he might be a top five coach in college football. What he's done with AM has been great. If Jimbo and the Aggies were in the SEC South, they would be in the SEC Championship game every year, mm. in my opinion. I think they would beat Florida. I think they would beat Georgia this year. They beat you, Florida last year. Yeah, I just think that they would be <laughs> in the SEC Championship game more times than Florida and Georgia. That's just my opinion. Because mm-hmm. just of the job that Jimbo was done. And like you said, we've seen him recruit and cash in on his recruit and win a championship at Florida State. Jimbo is great at what he does. But there's one problem. All that greatness that he's doing, there's somebody greater. And his name is Nick Saban. And until Nick Saban just decides to have a bad day, I don't know if Jimbo can get him. And I don't know if this is the year. Again, young quarterback, Bryce Young going down to Texas A&M, rowdy environment, 100,000 in that stadium. You got to suspect that they'll be there. What are we looking at? Should the, should the Aggies have been in the playoff last year? Probably. 8-2 team last year. They suffered two hard, gut-wrenching losses with a senior quarterback in Kellen Mond. Still couldn't get it done. Still couldn't get it done. But it, I don't even want to act like I can predict that game because I'll just wait till we get to that week. But I don't know. But yes, that is the slip-ups on Alabama's schedule. Florida and Texas A&M. Highly likely Alabama goes undefeated. Highly likely Alabama wins the ACC and returns to the college football playoff. Highly likely they win it all again. But we always get, every time Alabama wins a title, that next year, Mm. somewhere during the season, it kind of stutters a little bit. Mm. And they catch them a quick loss. And then you get to the end of the year, and they might catch another one. So we, we, we see it from time to time. Would this be the year? Can AM finally get them at home? I, would I be surprised if AM beat them? No. You, I won't. Won't be, you wouldn't be surprised. Not this year. Okay. Because look at what they did last year. That was a dominant team that last was. year. By God. Waddle, Smith, uh, Mac jo- I mean, you can't, you can't replace Najee Harris. You just can't replace them boys. Even though it's plug and play at Alabama. <laughs> but them boys who they lost last year, dear Lord. All those boys went the first top 20 in the draft. They did. And all those guys were uh, five stars coming in and they finna place and replace them with more five star guys. Yeah. So D, it's like until until I see them lose and not look well, right. it's hard to really pick anybody to beat Alabama. Yeah. But and then I have to not and not really even thinking about Florida, like just the atmosphere alone in Florida could be very, very dangerous. Yeah, for, for sure. Alabama, for, for sure. like you say, for a young quarterback, mm-hmm. and we always know that Florida defense is gonna be ready to rock and roll, no matter who they playing against. Like last year, I re- it's a lot of stuff 
that happened last year, I was just like, wow, Florida defense. We've never seen Florida defense look this bad, but mm-hmm. I believe that's going to be fixed. And it's going to be fixed fast mm-hmm. because they have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. Shoot, they got some preseason All-American guys on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm I'm looking at this thing, and that could be a – I believe Florida's more of a head-scratcher for Alabama than A&M is, in my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. But I know what Jimbo Fisher and A&M have, have over there. I just don't think Jimbo can out-coach Nick Saban, bro. I just don't. I just don't think he can out-coach Nick Saban. Okay. And for, for that reason – for that reason, that's why I give Alabama a nod against AM. Okay. All right. It's going to be definitely fun to watch and fun to see. All right. One more team in the SEC, man, and we'll get down to our prediction the Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia Bulldogs are the team. If you watched yesterday on College Game Day, they were unanimous, unanimously picked to win the SEC. Do I necessarily agree with that? I guess I'm about to tell you. But let's go ahead and start with Black. <laughs> The Georgia Bulldogs ranked number five coming into this season, Black. Year in, year out. They're loaded. They are, Kirby Smart has done a fantastic job recruiting. This is their year. They're on the cuffs. You look at their schedule. Da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Black, I'm going to ask you right out, man. Do the Georgia Bulldogs... Win the SEC this year. <sighs> yeah. Had to get real on you real quick. You feel me? D, um, mm. as much as I like Georgia this year, I don't think they do. See? I don't think they do. <laughs> it's always the same. <laughs> I don't think they do. I just, I'm looking at their schedule, D, and I see, I see a I see two games because we know Jersey, we know Georgia kind of flirts with some of these games. Florida is always going to be a game. I just don't know who's going to win that game. And if, if they play, if Florida look anything how they looked last year, I don't know if Georgia could beat them. Another game is usually when they go to Auburn, they don't play well. Anytime we've seen Georgia go to Auburn, they don't play well at all. You know, so I think those two games right there are going to tell the tale for this, for, uh, for, their, uh, for the year for them. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, in the Clemson game, but I think they beat Clemson. Florida and Auburn are the games for me that I think is going to stand in the way from them having a potential chance of winning the ACC. I mean, we're getting to the SEC championship where, in my opinion, they will face Bama. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, D. I really don't. I don't. I don't see them winning. I don't see them winning the SEC this year. I don't see them doing it. I do, and I know we're going to – well, I'm going to save that because I know we're going to get to playoff and all that, but I do see them doing good things this year and always be around – lingering around that fourth and fifth spot the whole entire year. Mm -hmm. I don't see them dropping no further than that this year. I think they're going to always be in the hunt to get in that playoff this year. But uh, as far as winning the SEC, uh, I don't agree with that. And that's why I said what I said. Every year it's the same. Kirby's loaded. Look at that defense. Look at the run game. Boy, I tell you, JT Daniels, he may be the Georgia quarterback to get him where he needs to go. And no one ever goes through with it. Even the game day guys, you can tell that they ain't want to go through it for real. (laughs) You can tell. But I will tell you this, the Georgia Bulldogs will go to the SEC Championship game this year. 
They will win the SEC East. I have them beating Florida, and I have them getting to the championship game facing Alabama. Now, all the chips are on the line when you got to look across the field in Nick Saban's house in Atlanta, because that's his house. The SEC championship game is his game. They might as well call it the Nick Saban Invitational. <laughs> and what's going to happen when Georgia lines up with Alabama again? You don't think this kid Bryce Young is going to be fully loaded and ready to go that deep into the year? Going to going to Florida, going to AM, you don't think he's gonna be ready to go? Yes. He'll be ready to go. Bama wins the SEC again. <laughs> because I just don't see it in JT Daniels like people are seeing. I just don't. I just don't when it when it get thick, of course when he go out there and he face Vanderbilt, he's gonna look fantastic. But what about when it get really real? We're going to find out this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yes, we When will. it get really real, and I come in here and swallow my words, and I apologize to that man if he showed me up this, this coming Saturday night. Is Georgia good enough to win at East? Yes, yes. I think they are. The only game they got to beat, like year in and year out, whoever wins Florida, Georgia goes to the SC Championship game. Well, this year is going to be the dogs. The dogs are going to get it done this year. But like I said, it's levels to this. <laughs> it's levels to we this. We always come back to the levels. Yeah, it's <laughs> levels. And until Kirby Smart beats Nick Saban, just like until Jimbo Fisher beats Nick Saban, that I cannot change my mind. Mm. Now, Kirby was close one time. He got to a natty without having to play for an SEC title. He got there. I think he could do it again. But guess what? He lost. He did. Again. And how close was Georgia winning that natty? Mm. How close? One play. One play. And if it wasn't for a little guy named Tua, <laughs> the Bulldogs will have that elusive national championship. But guess what, Black? This year, they're going to have to wait another year. Mm. I think they'll be good. I Hell, they might go 11-1. and one. But that one will prevent them from playing in the National Championship game. Mm. So that's just my thoughts on it. So, all right, Black, who's going to play for the SEC Championship? I already basically told you I got another dogs in Alabama. I got Alabama winning the SEC. Where you at, man? Yeah, and I got to go the same way, man. I think it's going to be the dogs versus Alabama this year. I really think we're going to get some good, some very, very good football in the SEC Championship for them, too. They're going to be really good throughout the season as well. So I'm going to go Georgia versus Alabama SEC Championship. Yeah, I just think that the SEC is going to be competitive, ultra competitive. What, what would I love, though? What would I love? I would love to see a Georgia and Texas A&M SEC Championship That would game. be all right. I would love to see yeah. that. But again, there's a problem. I'd love to see Florida back. Yeah, right Florida and Texas A&M in the in SEC uh, Championship game. But there's one problem. It's one problem. As a matter of fact, it's one letter. And it's a capital A in cursive. <laughs> and it's the Nick Saban Invitational. <laughs> That's what they should call the AC Championship game. So, yeah, definitely got Alabama winning it. All right, Black, let's go ahead and fall out of the SEC. And please, if y'all have any comments, I'm pretty sure you guys out there will be listening and have some get back to say some about some of the things me and Black uh, had to say about the SEC. All right, we both have Alabama winning uh, the SEC this year. All right, let's get down to the ACC, man. Let's talk about it. Of course, the favorites 
coming out this year. Unanimous, well, not unanimously. There are some picks in there for some other schools, but Clemson is a presumable favorite to win the SEC this year. Let's make a couple stops, Black. Let's go ahead and stop right there. The Clemson Tigers. The Clemson Tigers have won the SEC by God. How many years in a row? Hmm. I forgot. I forgot how many years in one they won it. But Black, what do you think about Clemson this year? What do you what do you see them doing? And how many games do they win this year? Um, I think Clemson just gonna be Clemson, man. They have a few questions though. Uh offensive line and defensive line. But they were they recruit a lot of talent just like Alabama does. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Did at receiver they they was able to get the uh Jalen Ross kid back. Mm-hmm. They were able to get him back. So that's gonna be Justin really, Ross. Justin Ross. I'm sorry. Justin Ross. So that's going to be he's a he's a key to that offense going as well. Run game. I'm not I'm not really sure, but I don't know what names after ETN you got uh, <laughs> uh coming coming behind him. I'm not sure what they have. That that's a question for me. But I think the same thing with Alabama with Clemson, man, it's kind of like just next man up for Clemson. Could it be some questions or some concerns there? We're really going to see week one against Georgia when they play. But um, I got I I got uh, Clemson going eleven and one man this year eleven and one. Okay. I think they I, I think they only lost will I think they only lost will come to uh, Georgia this year. Hmm. Hmm. Any any I ain't gonna try you, bro. Don't do it. I already looked. I just looked. I just no looked. stumbling blocks. No stumbling blocks, bro. None. None yeah, for me. Yeah, I, 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 I was hope I was hoping I seen the Tar Heels on here, but I don't. No, nope, you do not. <laughs> so no stumbling blocks for me. I really just don't. The ACC once again this year, like it's Clemson and everybody else, and they don't play and they don't play Miami this year on the schedule. So Mm-mm. I'm looking at this. It's it, there's literally nobody. Could South Carolina do something? I I doubt it. They go to Louisville. I doubt it. Like. They don't even have Miami or North Carolina on their schedule this year. So, it's it's Georgia. Georgia the only lost D, and then they go undefeated in, the SEC, in, in ACC. That's that's just how I see it. I don't see nothing on here that could be a stumbling block, in my opinion. I don't know if you see anything, but me, I don't. 12-0. <laughs> I mean, Dabble couldn't have asked for a better schedule for transition. You get no Miami. You get no North Carolina. They got get back and venom in their teeth for Florida State for how Florida State handled them last year by not playing that game. Tigers are on the plane. On the plane. About to land in Tallahassee and Norvell them pull the plug on the game. Mm. So you already know, but that's about when it... <clears throat> look, and bro, we go there. Yeah, we probably can go to Top Golf or something that day, my boy, because there might no no need to watch that. I'm being real. Yeah. I, that boy ain't got over that. He hadn't. And he won't, and he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't. So, yeah, I don't see any stumbling blocks. I think the Tigers go undefeated. I think they make it to the uh, ACC Championship game really like a cool breeze, man, on a nice summer evening. Oh, man. I just don't see... I'm, I'm really trying to see and convince myself, boy... They always have problems when they go to the Carrier Dome and play Syracuse. Don't convince yourself, my boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't do that. All right. Moving along. Moving along. So, yeah, it's just a easy, should be an easy run and an easy road uh, for Clemson this season. Should go undefeated. Should be in the ACC Championship game. All right, my boy. Let's talk about this home team, man. Florida State University. 
I know like you, my boy, you've been going back and forth over the schedule, trying to see how many wins that we can collect uh, this year. So, Black, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Realistically, how many games does Florida State win this year, my boy? How many games? Okay, I'm going to go real quick. I'm going to go Notre Dame win, Jacksonville State win, Wake Forest win. I'm going to go Louisville loss, Syracuse win, North Carolina loss. Uh, NC State, they beat NC State, lost to Clemson. They finally beat Miami and lose to Florida. So, what, that's four losses this year. Four losses this year. I got them, I got them losing to... I got them losing to North Carolina. I got them losing to Louisville, Clemson, and Florida this year. That's four losses. It, <laughs> and I hate to I hate to give a prediction on my team, man, because I just would want to take it a week at a time. But we have to do that here. That's our job. That's what we're supposed to do. So you think Florida State goes eight and four? I think they can win eight games this year. I'm I'm praying that they win eight games this year. I'm hoping it looks better. <laughs> they compete, but I'm hoping that they those four losses against against the four four top teams in the conference. Well, Louisville is not a top four team in the conference, but I think that's Louisville is always a slip up for them. Will Louisville be a bad loss? <sighs> just just based on hear me out. Two things based on where we're trying to go as a program, and based on where Louisville is. Would that be a bad loss for us if we if we mess around and lose to Louisville? But where are we trying to go? Up. Oh, is, our traje- is our trajectory higher than Louisville's? I would hope so. No, is it? <laughs> they, come to, they come to Tallahassee? They do come to Tallahassee, but Louisville got some talent too. And they were turning a few people on both sides of the ball. So quarterback play, I don't know what the quarterback play is going to be for Louisville, but they have talent and we always struggle with Louisville every year. We struggle with them. It always come down to the wild, or they just the games that come down to the wild. We find a way to win those against Louisville. But the uh, it's some games that we play, and we get our brains beat in by Louisville. So I really don't know about that one. But I know Clemson. I know Florida. I know North Carolina because I know North Carolina gonna be licking their chops when we go to Chapel Hill. I, <laughs> I know they gonna be licking their chops. Yes, sir. So D, I got them going eight and four this year. I hope I'm right. I hope the Florida State. I, this is this is a step up from what we've been getting. Eight and four. This is a step up. I'm praying that's that's what it is. D. I want to see what you what you got going on over there with them. But for me, man, eight and four would be a good year for the Florida State Seminoles in the bowl game. Uh, well, I don't want a Louisville loss. Only losses I'm prepared for is a Notre Dame loss, a North Carolina loss, a Clemson loss, and a Florida loss. Everything else on this schedule, we should beat these teams. Because there's no... You said North Carolina loss? Yeah. Okay. There's no... There's no talent discrepancy with Jacksonville State, Wake Forest, Louisville, Syracuse, UMass... NC State, Boston College. There's no talent discrepancy there. So Florida State is good enough to beat these teams. 
realistically, eight and four at best, nine and three, we catch somebody slipping, whether it's either North Carolina or whether it's Notre Dame. Mm. That North Carolina one gonna be hard, boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what is a game that we can get hyped for? Go on the road. And know that, boy, we hanging in there. We can stun these boys. I think that would be the North Carolina game. It damn sure ain't the Clemson game. <laughs> you don't think? No, oh, sir. Yeah. Well, Florida, we go to Florida. Nah, man. You don't think we can? You don't think we can sneak Florida this year? I don't know if we can. I ain't gonna you lie to myself. You said road game now. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to myself. Do I think the Florida Florida State game gonna be more competitive this year? I do. I do. But I just think at this point in time in the year, Florida would have already lost to Alabama and Georgia. They're going to be primed and ready to make a late season run, bruh. And I just think they're going to see us, bruh, coming in there. And you know that's going to be a 12 o'clock kickoff. <laughs> and I just think, we, you know, they, they get us this year. I think they get us this year. I think the game be more competitive and more close. Yeah, I think what, they beat us too. Yeah, right. but I just don't – I don't know. I just think that ACC pageantry, North Carolina, we beat them last year. I don't think there's no venom in that rivalry between the Tar Heels and the Nose. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think. I just think North Carolina got caught slipping last year. Yeah. They got caught slipping. I don't think there's no hate there. But like I told you the other day, we can go 0-11. <laughs> as long as I get me one win. And that win is against the Miami Hurricanes because I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> Y'all ain't done nothing. Ain't beat nobody. Ain't won no championships. Ain't even been to the ACC championship. And I don't know how long. They ain't never been. <laughs> what have they, they never done? been? I'm so sick of y'all. Y'all know who y'all are too. Shout out what to you, mean you how long? Kevin Dunbar. D, what you mean how long? They get on Twitter <laughs> and all the nothing since you've been in the ACC. You beat Florida State a couple of years and now y'all back? <laughs> How y'all back against a team who won six games? <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all get blown out by the competition. Y'all ain't good like that, bro. Manny Diaz, yeah, he done built y'all up and made y'all a respectable program, but y'all got to take a step up this year, and I don't see it. The tide come calling in a few days. I said, the tide come calling in a few days. You got the Tigers this year as well. What you going to do with them? Mm. Huh? Let's, it, it, we going to Miami? Was we going to Miami next? Uh, yeah, we, we, we can go ahead and go. We already see Florida Look. State. I got Florida State going eight and four. Go ahead. All right. They got Michigan State come to, come to Miami. Who? Michigan State. Hmm. Uh, Appalachian State come to Miami. We mm-hmm. know they got Bama week one. Mm-hmm. They go to the Tar Heels, my boy. They go to they go to Miami. No Clemson. No Clemson this year. Mm-hmm. No Clemson this year. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna say they gonna have four losses. D. I think they slip up against somebody other than. I think they slip up. Against a team that they don't supposed to sleep up, slip up against, and you know the team that they may, they may slip up against, cause they we see it every year from them. My boy, they go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they go to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh every the past two or three years they always knock off a good team or play them tight, or play them tight, and they and Miami goes there to Pittsburgh this year, so that could be the game. 
that they lose. But I got I got them going nine and three, eight and four this year, something like that this year. They yeah. got the same record as Florida State. Yeah, I got them going eight and four this year. I think they lose to Alabama. I think Michigan State upsets them. I really? Think, yeah, I think Michigan State's on their way back. I think they on their way back. They had a nice recruiting class last year. They got some positive things going on in Michigan State. I think the Spartans get them in Miami. Twelve. What is it? A twelve o'clock Probably kickoff. Be twelve o'clock kickoff. Twelve o'clock kickoff. The nose get them. We coming down there on November thirteenth. Holla at me. No, they come to us, my boy. It don't matter. We can play that Lake Show, Forest View. Uh, it don't matter where we playing, Matt. Let's get off. I got Miami going. Look, 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 look. What about the Tar Heel game? What you mean? The fighting Mac Browns by two tubs. Get them out of here. I just have to see it. Just like who needs to see it? All of you Miami Hurricane fans, because y'all ain't seen nothing. Y'all ain't seen nothing different. Y'all hoot and you holler by finishing in the top 15 for the past two years. Whoop did do. But you know what the other two schools around you have been doing in the last decade? Winning chips. <laughs> y'all ain't won nothing. Ain't been to your conference championship. So until you do one or two things, shut up. Don't come talking to me. Tell me, boy, we're going to be smoking 50 piece Loki tonight by beating Florida State. Whoop de do who ain't beat Florida State. If you want to hang your hat on that, go right ahead, Miami. Shout out to you, Kevin Dunbar. But listen, you better do something this year. The fighting Matt Browns come calling. You got an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Don't let Florida State beat you this year. Don't let us get you. Because we tired of y'all. Y'all be talking way too much. And if you just so happen, by the grace of the almighty good Lord, make it to the ACC championship game, the Tigers are waiting. And I want to hear one of you, any one of you, <laughs> utter out your mouth that you're going to take care of the Tigers. And don't tell me because you're going to beat them because you're a fan. Tell me what your heart say. I know what your heart going to say. Bruh, nah, bruh. <laughs> Nah, bruh, you know, we had a good year. Yeah, so that's why I got all the smoke for you Miami Hurricane fans. That Florida, Florida State rival, y'all know what that is. But my attention is on y'all boys, the you, mm. who ain't done nothing. Like, anything else on the Hurricanes? Yeah, man, like I said, when we were talking about them earlier, man, it's the year, man. And and it, and I just feel like if they can go, go into Chapel Hill and make a statement like that against a top-10-ranked North Carolina team, that's a that's a big step in uh the right direction. And I think I think Miami still they they have their ups and downs. They lose games that they don't supposed to lose. Once again, Miami and Florida State is a rivalry game. It's a pick it's really a pick 'em game. That game is going to be I'm hoping that that game is really more competitive than it's been the last couple of years. <clears throat> so, if y'all just looking for a win, Check it off. I don't think it's going to be that easy this year, but we shall see. We shall see. But if you just so if you just happen, because that's what it's going to come down to. D. I think it's going to come down to North Carolina. It's going to come down to North Carolina and Miami. Who can come out on that other side? Yeah, I think that's what it's really going to come down to. And, 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 and let me say this. Having those type of games against Clemson or North Carolina or Miami, I think it'd be I think it'd be a pretty decent game. Mm hmm. But is Miami ready to take that that next step? Mm-hmm. Are they ready to take the next step in a win against a North Carolina against the Tar Heels in in Chapel Hill? That's taking the next step for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see because you know I think it's a lot of pressure on Miami this year in the ACC. I don't think it's pressure on y'all to play Miami. Y'all gonna get beat by fifty. 
But just the just the just the pressure in the ACC this year. Let's see what's up. The prime game is North Carolina. That's the game. Mm-hmm. You beat the Tar Heels, you're in the ACC championship game. Period. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see how that turns out because I'm rolling with the fighting Mac Browns. I don't bet money, I bet smoothies. So if you want to get a pomegranate plunge or a chai seed boost uh, smoothie, holla at your dog because I'm all about it. All right, Black, one more team in the ACC. Last but not least, man, the fighting Mac Browns. The fighting Mac Browns coming in ranked number 10 to start the season, my boy. <sighs> You mind if I start here? Yeah, go ahead. That's your, uh, them your dudes. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, so yeah, it would yeah, only yeah. be right. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say shout out Mac Brown. Uh, <laughs> shout out my guy, Mac. You know what yeah. I mean? Mac be so clean, man, in the custom Jordans. Matt was Mike is the freshest out here, man. I can't wait to see Mac dance in the locker room after a big win. We need to start Heels. calling him Mystic Mac. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm with it, man. The fighting Mac Browns, man. Listen. In all honesty, man, in all honesty, they got some big games this year. I think that Virginia Tech game, the first game of the year, will be tricky. In Blacksburg, 6 o'clock on a Friday night. Weird time to play. Don't really play on Fridays as much. Lot of hype coming in with the Tar Heels. Sam Howell is a Heisman Trophy candidate, preseason All American. So listen, there's some little, some little uh, tension there, but I think they get the job done. Two games on the schedule, three games, excuse me, on the schedule. Florida State, October 9th. They follow by Miami. October 16th, back-to-back, Knowles and Hurricanes. That could be tricky. And by God, (laughs) they cap off their November by taking a trip to South Bend, Indiana. Halloween. Halloween. South Bend, Indiana, 7.30 NBC. NBC spot. The Tar Heels take on the Irish. Could be a potential top five matchup there. Could be. That's a tough slate. That is. But you know what, Black? I think they go two and one in that slate. Mm. I think they lose one game. The only game they lose is to Florida State. So you think Florida State get them? This I think year? Florida State get them this year again in Chapel Hill. In Chapel Hill, I think that's the one game that the Nose get hyped for, knowing what they did last year. I think they beat Miami, and I think they upset the Irish. I'm gonna go the other way. I think they, I, I think they beat Florida State. Okay. I think they lose to the Irish, and I think they uh. Ho- they yeah. lose to the Irish? No, I think they beat I think they beat uh, Florida State. Florida State. I'm gonna go one and two. Okay. I think they beat Florida State, lose to Miami. Mm. And I think uh Notre Dame get them. You think the Canes get them? I think the Canes gonna get them. Okay. Okay. I think the Canes could get them this year. Okay. I think the <laughs> man, dang, that's tough, man. I'm just thinking about this. North Carolina did put a 50 piece on them boys last year, they man. In Miami. They whooped them in Miami. Ugh. And now Miami got to go to Chapel. They ain't got them running backs though, D. They don't. But you got I'm gonna go Miami. Okay, I'm about to say what I'm you gonna go now. Okay, I'm gonna go okay. Miami. I'm gonna say they go one and two in that slate in okay. November. One I, and two. Okay, I got the fighting Brack Miles going eleven and one. <laughs> <laughs> so the only loss gonna come yeah. to Florida State. Yeah. I got so they go. going to Notre Dame and win. Yes, I'm calling it right now in all white. Yeah, I don't think you believe. I that. swear. I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it. Sam Howell and the leadership of Matt Brown in all whites. White top, white bottoms, my boy, going up to South Bend. Baby blue helmet. Yes, sir. Rocking and rolling. 
11 and 1. They go to the ACC Championship game to face the Clemson Tigers. I got the Tar Heels and the Tigers in the ACC Championship game. The Fighting Mac Browns go 11 and 1. I just think Sam Howell, under the tutelage of a Mystic Mac, gets it done this year. Black, what do you got? What do you got with the Tar Heels, man? How far do they go? Do they go to the ACC Championship game? Um, I don't think they go this year. I don't think they go this year. I think with the loss to Miami and uh, Florida State, I think that's going to cost them. So the Canes go? I got the Canes going this year against the Clemson Tigers to the ACC Championship. Okay. Okay. So Black's going with uh, the the Hurricanes and the Clemson Tigers in ACC, and I'm going with the Fighting Mac Browns. And the Clemson Tigers in the ACC Championship. Black, who wins the ACC? One, two, three, Clemson. Clemson. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving along. So you have a Clemson ACC champion and an Alabama SEC champion from the sports desk. All right, Black, let's go ahead and tumble into the Big Ten. One of the conferences this year that um, are kind of... In my opinion, I don't know. I know how you feel about one team in particular, but in my opinion, I think this conference is kind of up for grabs for two teams. Two teams. Well, no, excuse me, three teams. I think three teams are in the running to win this conference this year, Black. Black, what do you think about the Big Ten before we start off with the Buckeyes and Ohio State? I think the Big Ten is going to be very uh, competitive this year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we heard a lot. Of, we heard some talking yesterday on game day. A, a couple, a few of the guys on the desk said they they really want to see how Iowa Iowa looks this year. Yeah. Say Iowa has a lot of experience coming back, quarterback. Uh, it's been in for two years, and then they have a a great running game and a a, a bruising defense. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very exciting to see. And then shoot, we get them against Iowa State week one. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get to see early what those two teams look like. So I think this thing's going to be up for grabs. Grabs. I'm uh for for. In my opinion, D, I think it's gonna it's still gonna be Ohio State. Is Penn State better this year, D? I don't know. I think they are. I think they are. I don't know. I know they got cool daddy back at quarterback who like to wear the Ray Bands. Yeah, and it, I, I you know what so. I'm saying? I I think so. I, I think they're better. I, I I don't know if they're better or not. I know they're gonna have a great running game because they recruit running backs very well. Yeah, I mean top yeah. running backs. Yeah. But uh they lost a lot defensively, D. Michael Parsons is gone. Another linebacker's off that defense went to went pro. I think they got some questions there. The Ohio State has questions, but do you know why I stand with Ohio State? Plug and play at quarterback. Jalen Stroud, this young kid, uh, quarterback, five-star recruit, he's going to be plug and play for them. So, And they got all the talent on the outsides. Uh, running back position, they coming in with a young freshman, five-star. Say he looks nice. We'll see when, it come, when, when, they, uh, when Oregon comes to town. You know, but... Me now, D, I'm going to have to pick Ohio State to win the Big Ten again. Okay. I, I really – if I don't even know if – let me look at their schedule. I'm sorry. Let I'm looking look at, at it. Schedule. What you got? I don't know if they even play Iowa this year. So, mm-hmm. I would have said that could, be, that could be a tricky game. We know they play Penn State. Just where is that game at? In, 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 it's, uh, in the, it's in the horseshoe. It's in the horseshoe. No Iowa yeah. this year. They do go to Oregon week two. They got – no, Oregon coming to them week two. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or they got Oregon week two. Week two, yep. okay. No Iowa this year. They uh they go to Michigan. Uh, they Penn State. They get them at home. They do go to Indiana. They do go to Indiana. So I mean, 
Yeah, I just Minnesota first game of the year, Golden Gophers on Fox on the on a Thursday night, eight p.m. I don't. I think they get. I think they get them D. Okay. I think they get them. But um, okay. Indiana is Indiana gonna be able to bounce back from another good year? They only had three losses last year. Yeah, and they they uh, lost all three of those games by a combined fifteen points. Yeah, so that could be something. But the game for me is is definitely the Oregon game, and always the Penn the Penn State game. I was freaking, I was freaking hoping Nebraska would have showed us something. Dear Lord, <laughs> Scott Frost said the Huskers. But <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem there. And then, hey man, could this be the year, D? No. Could this be no. the year? <laughs> no, Michigan don't beat Ohio State this year. They, hey, they go to the big house and. The last time they went to Big House, they put 60 points on them. Shout out, Pops. They put 60 points on them. Shout out, Pop. So you say no Michigan this year? Nah. So the only games we're really looking at is Penn State and what? Uh, Oregon this year and maybe Indiana? I'm gonna, yeah, Indiana. And maybe Indiana. I'm going to say go, Oregon, Indiana. Oh, they and go Penn to State. Indiana. Oh, yeah. okay. Oregon, okay, Indiana, that could be something. Penn State. Okay, that could be something. But I got them. D, if they have a hiccup. If they have a hiccup this year, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it's against Penn State. I'm gonna say it against because at I, home, at home, man, Penn State has went has went there and won. and won before. Yeah, Penn State, in your opinion, is going to be much better this I, year. I think they will, and they're always going to be that team that you look at in the Big Ten. Are they going to be? Are they going to knock? Penn, are they going to knock Ohio State off the high horse? If it's one team that could do it, it's Penn State. I think they beat Oregon this year, and I think they beat Indiana. So I got them. I got them. I'm gonna go ahead and say D. I got them with one loss. I think Penn State get them this year. Eleven and one. Eleven and one. You think Penn State get them at the house? At the house. Wow. At okay. The house. Okay. All right. Um, I think the Big Ten is gonna be an opportunity league this year. This is the first year Ryan Day just has Ryan Day recruits. All Urban Meyer recruits are gone. Hmm. These are all Ryan Day's boys, all right? These are the guys who he brought in. And we all know in college football, that is an interesting dynamic. When the previous coach's talent is still there, a la Larry Coker when he was in Miami, he won a championship with those gold guys. Jimbo Fisher had a hard time, but he's reaped the fortunes of that when his guys got up to play in Florida State. They ultimately won. I mean, you always see it. Who's left behind from the former coach, and then eventually the newer coach recruits are there. And I think this is Ryan Day's situation. Man, I'm tempted. I'm tempted to take the Ducks. Mm. Because they play defense in the Pac-12, and they run football. And I like the head coach. He is not afraid. He is not afraid. I am tempted to take the Ducks, In the horseshoe. In the horseshoe week two, I am tempted to do it. But you have to wait another week for that. (laughs) All right? I made my prediction then. But all in all, I do think Ohio State goes 11-1. Potentially, I do want to say 10-2. I think there are two losses on here for Ohio State this year. Mm. Who the second loss is? Indiana. Oh. Indiana. High-powered Big Ten offense. Last year, three losses. Total combined points with three losses, including a touchdown win that Ohio State got over them. Yeah. That was Ohio State's closest game. Mm Mm-hmm. I just think they have the DNA to really hang with the Buckeyes. I just think they do. 
But I'm going to stick with 11 and 1. I'm going to say 11 and 1. Either the Ducks get them or Penn State gets them. The Ducks or Penn State get them. I, I really want to pick Indiana. I really, really want to do it. I Don't might do pick it. Them. I might. I might do it, but I'm going to hold down. I think Ohio State goes 11 and 1, and they represent the, what is it, the the the, the West? Yeah, the East in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the West in the Big Ten. You have the Fighting Illini, who went to Nebraska on this past Saturday at 12 of freaking clock on Fox and beat Scott Frost and the Cornhuskers, by God. <laughs> What is going on in Nebraska? Frost has so much hope coming out of UCF. So much. The faithful son is home. Shut Brent Bellamy and the fight of the line. <laughs> Went in there and beat the 10th year senior Martinez and got them a win. Blake, just some quick thoughts on the Husk Corn Huskers, man. Recruiting, man. They don't have they don't got the talent, D. No. We talked about this, man. I we just did. they they don't have the talent. Scott Frost doesn't have the talent that he, he had at U, uh, UCF. He doesn't in Nebraska. He doesn't. Nobody wants to go play in Cornhusker Town. <laughs> Nobody wants to go play next to the cornfields. <laughs> Nobody wants to do it. They don't. They don't. And by God, I was I'm looking at the game. I was like, oh my God. They got a they got a kid from Georgia as a freshman running back. He must be the best recruit that they had so far. And they got him out of Georgia. It was bad, man. They don't have the bodies, D. It was bad. For um for Belinami to come to the fighting Illini. Well, the last time we see them, I thought anything about the fighting Illini. <laughs> It's when <laughs> what's, I forgot his dang. I forgot his name, man. The coach from the Bears, from the Bears, Charlie like, Strong. No, not Charlie Strong from the Bears. Charlie Strong. I mean, no. uh, 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 Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. Shout out to you, Lovey. Put him on a put him on a mouth for one year. He did. He did. That's the only thing I could talk about with the fight in the line. <laughs> But Billamy, what is it? Is it Frank? Is it is it Frank? Brian Billamy. Brian Billamy. Brian Brian yeah. yeah, yeah. Fresh off an NFL stint. Yes. Said, you know what? I'm going to go to Illinois, <laughs> and I want to take that coaching job. Yes, he did. I was like, oh man, he's going to die. <laughs> but oh boy, he proved me wrong in week one. He yes, got he a did. big W on the back of the corner skirts. <laughs> yes, he did. Did you know Ooh. what I might as well go ahead and say? The fighting Illini are back. <laughs> <laughs> they are back. Woo. Woo. That was so sad. I could I just could that not was be- so sad. And I'm talking about man. Everybody on game day say it's no way at all. I not beat the Cornhuskers. They, they did. They have more talent. They did. Taylor Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. Illinois starting quarterback got knocked out the second quarter. They still put 30 on the board. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
Scott Frost. If you just so happen to hear this. If you just happen to hear this. My guy, I think it's time for a change. Wow. The I said it. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for the change. I don't know if you're the answer for your alumni. Yeah. I don't know if you're the answer there. Yeah. Because we know, Scott Frost, for your system to work, you need talent. Athletes. You need athletes. Man. You need a quarterback that could do everything. Not just run it. D got Nebraska got to get this together, man. We're gonna see another year down the drain for Scott Frost this year, man. Hey, after week one? Another year, D. Okay. The fighting Illini <laughs> once again oh, the road. lost their starting quarterback in the second quarter and still put up 30. And got the win. And got the dub. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably this is probably the first and only time you get a Nebraska and uh Illinois segment on the sports desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. And that's that's it. That's all we got for that. That's, that's all. all we got. Hey, shout out to you, uh, uh Belanami. Yeah, Belanami. Hey, everybody was looking at you stupid when you joke took that job, but the joke's on them now. Wanna know. <laughs> Wanna know the final not that line are back. Back in business. Hey, hey, right now as it stands, they lead the Big Ten West, my boy. <laughs> as it stands, they lead the Big Ten West. Oh, man. All right, Black, let's kind of speed it up a little bit. We were stopping by Wisconsin, man. Um, I think this is going to come down. We got Ohio State playing in the Big Ten Championship, but it's going to come down to one game, man. It's going to come down to one game. It's going to be Wisconsin and Iowa, October 30th. 12 o'clock kickoff on Fox. The winner of that game, most likely, will go to the Big Ten Championship to face Ohio State. Black, who wins that game and who represents the uh, other half of that championship game? Wisconsin or Iowa? Yeah, I'm looking at Wisconsin's schedule, man, and I don't know if they even make it to the, would that game at that point in time be enough to get them in. Because I'm looking at their schedule. They got Penn State week one. And then week three, they got Notre Dame coming to town. Mm-hmm. And then they got Michigan come to town. And then they go to the fighting Illini, my boy. <laughs> Billy me, he's going to be licking his chops to beat his old team. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You was not calling I'm it. I'm calling it right now. No, but me say you let me go. No, you're not. I'm going to pay you back. No, you're not. You ain't going to do it. <laughs> You ain't gonna do it. Ain't no way. I'm taking the fighting Illini <laughs> to knock off Wisconsin in week five, my boy. Week five. <laughs> I'm taking the fighting Illini, my boy. Wow. Okay, I'm so, remind you that. <laughs> so, Notre Dame. Notre Dame is gonna be a tough one. Yep. I got the mm-hmm. I got the Illini beating them. I. <clears throat> I don't know if they'll beat Iowa. I really don't know. Tough game at Purdue? That's a tough game at Purdue. That, uh, no. I don't think. I don't know what Purdue has this year. Okay. I really don't. They lost a Purdue. The, the, the talent that they did have, the talent that they did have went pro. Okay. But outside of uh, the first game, Notre Dame, Michigan could be tough, iffy. But... I think they beat Michigan. I think they lose to the Illini, and I think they lose to Penn State. Wow! So, so they D, don't make you, it. you know what? They they don't make it. They don't make it. 
I don't have them making it this year because I don't think they beat Iowa either. So you think Iowa represents the other so half I of the Big Iowa Ten? I think Iowa ranks the other uh, represents the other half of the Big Ten. Okay. Well, I like Wisconsin this year. I like Wisconsin this year. They're returning most of all of their O-line. They got a steady run of game. They have some solid tight ends. Their quarterbacks love to throw to the tight ends in this offense. They never have guys who can, you know, uh, go down the field and blow the thing over the top. But that's not a Wisconsin football team. Um, I think Wisconsin has a pretty good year. I think they beat Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take them to beat Notre mm-hmm. Dame. And I'm going to take them to beat the Fighting nah, Line no on October 9th. Belinda won't that get back. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to get it go. that day. <laughs> He ain't gonna get it that day. It's Illinois now. I don't care where it's, it's a champagne. Ain't nobody out there. Ain't nobody out there, man. Uh, I, but I think the game that they slip up on, I think Penn State get them the first game of the year. Okay. I think Penn so State. So you got number one loss this year. I got them with two losses. Two losses. I got them with two losses. I think Penn State gets them. Um, and then I think Iowa does somehow, some way beat them. But Iowa doesn't win enough games to make it to the championship. Dang Yeah I don't think Iowa wins enough games To make it to the so championship So you still got them Going to the championship I think Wisconsin but losing sneaks not. in Okay I think gotcha. Wisconsin sneaks in I think they do I think Wisconsin sneaks in And they will face Ohio State In the Big Ten championship game Ultimately Ohio State Winning the Big Ten Alright so we're going to Pay a little fast forward speed here We got a couple conferences to go Black real quick man Let's stop by the Pac-12 My boy Feature teams are the Bruins this year the Trojans from USC and obviously the Ducks from Oregon uh, this year. Black, what do you think about the Ducks this year and do they make it to the Pac-12 championship game? Uh, I think the Ducks do, man. The, the, the Ducks, they keep talent, man. They recruit well. And then, man, with the uh, Heisman hopeful of uh, uh, Thibodeau, uh, I can't, it's the defensive end. He's one oh, of the yeah, candidates. Yeah. Uh, Thibodeau mm-hmm. always mess up his mess up his name, but he's back. That defense looks good, man. Offensively, we know what Oregon's gonna be offensively, man. They move the ball and they move the ball fast down the field. Mm-hmm. So I say uh, Oregon gets back to the Pac-12 championship this year and win it again. Yeah, a couple stumbling blocks with Oregon. Of course, they got Washington this year. And, uh, of course, you can't just sleep on the rivalry that they have with Oregon State. We've seen some years Oregon State mess around and upsets Oregon last game of the year. But I think the winner of that Oregon-Washington game gets them uh, the Pac-12 North and they play for the championship. Let's go to the Pac-12 South. And, boy, is it loaded. You have UCLA, Arizona State, USC, and Utah. All right, three of those four teams are ranked in the top 25. You've got to think UCLA probably be a top 25 team shortly. Loaded Pac-12 South. Who do you got coming out of Pac-12 South? <clears throat> D, I really like... <clears throat> I know they played uh, Hawaii yesterday. Oh, oh, okay. But they have a solid run game. They have a solid okay. run game. They have a, they have a four-year quarterback. Yes. A lot of experience on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive line. The group has been together. The group been together since freshman. Yeah. You know, so I think the tail, the tail is going to be this weekend when, I mean, next weekend when they play LSU. Yep. If they could find a way to beat LSU. Watch out. In the Coliseum, bro. That could be. Watch out. That could pump, stop their, pump start their year. And they could they could potentially be representing representing the South mm-hmm. in the Pac-12 because I didn't even know last year three of the, the three of the games that they did lose it they lost them by like three points or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, USC came from behind on a last minute touchdown to mm-hmm. beat them, and then uh, Utah. The two, uh, Utah came back and beat them mm-hmm. as well. So I think 
UCLA, they have a nice thing going here. Mm-hmm. But it's going to tell the tale is uh, the game next week against LSU. USC, they're another school. Recruits a lot of talent. <clears throat> they get some of the best on the West Coast. Um, I, I don't know what this – the question for me with USCD is going to be the quarterback position for me. I don't think I don't think they they don't play or they don't play Oregon this year mm-hmm. at all on this on, on on the schedule. So for me, it's it def, it's definitely going to come down to them and UCLA and USC and UCLA. That's what you're saying. Uh, yeah, on the other side. Yeah, yeah the south. Yeah, yeah, on the south. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but <laughs> it's something about Arizona State. It's something about Arizona State. That three-year quarterback they got over mm-hmm. there who's been under. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what's my guy? Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. They've been knocking at the door for the past couple of years. They've been knocking. They've been knocking. This could potentially be the year for them. Ain't to no make potential. I'm going to take it from here. They kicking the door down this year. Right. Arizona State and the Fighting Sun Devils will win the Pac-12 South this oh, year. Oh, man. Arizona State, Oregon, for the Pac-12 over championship UCLA. over UCLA. I like Arizona State's quarterback better than UCLA's quarterback. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But I'm going to go with the fighting Herm Edwards and the Arizona's, Arizona State Sun Devils, my boy, to Ooh. win the Pac-12 South. Well, I'm rocking with UCLA, man. Okay. I, I always thought UCLA was just really bad over years, but they compete. Last year, they compete. They competed last year against teams okay. that were better than them. Right. So I think they take the next step starting with the starting with next Saturday. Let's see how they look against uh LSU on next Saturday and let's see if that jump starts their season for them. Oregon, UCLA, who wins it? I'm gonna take Oregon. Okay. I'm gonna take Oregon. Oregon, Arizona State for me. I'm also take the Ducks. Okay. I'm gonna take the Ducks to win the Pac 12. All right, let's stop by the Big 12, our last conference before we speed it up a little bit. In the Big 12, I think this is a very short conversation. You got the Sooners, you got the Cyclones. Is there anyone else in the Big 12 going to make some noise outside of the Longhorns? Anybody? Um, I know Texas got Steve, uh, Steve Sarkeesian D. Could they make a little noise? I'm not sure. Not sure. I'm not really sure what they can do. Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not too so on... Texas right now, but Oklahoma man, D is literally going to is literally is literally going to come down to Iowa State versus Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, well, what week week ten week week eleven mm-hmm. they play each other and potentially Iowa's again getting, in potentially the championship getting in the championship game. Yeah. So that's uh, oh no 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 they on two different sides. I'm no, sorry. No, no, remember in the Big Twelve is one division. The top two teams with the most oh, wins they play. They lost. Oh. They don't have divisions. Oh, they don't. They yeah, don't. The okay, top two okay. teams with the most wins go into play. So we could potentially see back to back games with them again. Just like last year. Just like last year. Okay, but that's the game, D. Mm-hmm. That's the game. I think uh Oklahoma's good. Iowa State's good. My question, and it's gonna be that until I see it. Can the kid not make turn the ball over? Mm-hmm. Can Iowa Iowa State, they have a great running game? Good quarterback play, but defenses have defense have questions. And if 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 mature Spencer Rattler, uh, second year under uh uh Lincoln Riley, can he take the next step and be the quarterback to get them over the top and get them in the playoff? But I'm going to I'm going to pick right now right now D. 
I'm going to roll with Iowa State to win the Big 12. Okay, okay. Is there any chance that the Longhorns somehow, someway, finish in the top two? Any chance? <sighs> they are returning a lot, but they starting a new quarterback this year. Because Ellen, Ellen, Ellen Berger is uh, with the Colts. So they, they play Oklahoma like they do every, every year. And they have Iowa State on their schedule. They go to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. D, I just don't I, – I, I don't think they could beat Oklahoma or Iowa State this year. Okay. I really don't. So, I'm going to say no for Texas this year. Okay. Do I think they'll be better? <clears throat> I do. But I just don't think they're going to be ready for, for Oklahoma or Iowa State this year. Yeah, it's a short conversation for me. Um, Iowa State, Oklahoma, they will play each other twice. I, I, I mean, I think Texas – Makes it interesting, but I don't think they beat the Cyclones or, or the Sooners. I'm going to take Oklahoma to win the Big 12. I think they beat Iowa State twice. Mm. I think they beat them twice. I think they win. And I also think Oklahoma goes undefeated. Mm. I think they will be undefeated. They will win the Big 12, and they will represent one of those spots in the college football playoff. I just don't think the Big 12 is good at all. I mean, Iowa State has some nice talent. They're bringing back some good running game power. Their defense is horrific. I mean, they really scored enough points to win all those games that they won last year, and rightfully so, they're getting the attention that they deserve. I think the Iowa State Cyclones deserve the attention that they're getting coming into the season with the number seven ranking. But I think it'll be them in Oklahoma. Uh, I think the game this year is in uh, it's Oklahoma. In yeah, yeah, it's in Oklahoma, and then of course the Big Twelve Championship will be in uh, the Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, so I just think Oklahoma gets the job done. All right, Black, we're already at the two-hour mark, so we're going to speed it up just a tad bit. So that was our conference talk. Uh, We went through the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the Big 12. If you guys have any uh, no-no-no's to what we were saying, let us know. We would love to hear it. All right, Black, college football playoff prediction time, my boy. Black, who are your four teams that make the college football playoff? <clears throat> Man, I'm gonna go Clemson. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Alabama. <sighs> I'm gonna go. Oh man! <laughs> Not gonna go to Buckeyes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Penn State. I'm going to go Penn State because I think they beat the Buckeyes this year. I'm going to go Penn State, and I think that's going to be a game that'll, that'll get Penn State in there. I'm going to go. That's interesting. I'm going to go. Didn't see that coming. Man. Clemson, Alabama. Penn State. Penn State. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Penn okay. State because I, I think they beat Ohio State this year. I think they beat Ohio State so this year. So they're 11 and 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Penn State, uh, one more team. Dang. You got your Big 12 champion who you haven't considered yet, or yeah. your Pac 12 champion. Second team in the SEC. I just don't. I like Iowa State to beat Oklahoma this year, but I don't know if they're going to be able to beat Oklahoma twice. That's going to be the thing. So I'm going to go with you, D. I'm going to go Oklahoma for that last spot. Okay. I think the Cyclones. I think the Cyclones beat Oklahoma this year, but I don't think they beat them twice if they play twice. Okay. This year. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Clemson, Alabama, 
Penn State, and Oklahoma. Okay. All right. My top four teams, I'm going with Alabama. I'm going with Clemson. I'm going with Oklahoma. And I'm going North Carolina. Oh. I think two teams in the ACC get in this year. Wow. I think the Tar Heels have one loss on their record. So you know what that means, right? That's in the championship game. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. But you said Florida State was going to get them. They might get them. (laughs) (laughs) They might get them. I'm going to go to fighting Mac Browns and get that fourth and final playoff spot. I was tempted to go Texas A&M. I was tempted to go Texas A&M, sneaking in without even playing for a conference championship. That's crazy. Neither one of us got Georgia making it this year. No, I, you know, I already told you how I felt about them. A lot of <laughs> hype every year, year in, year out. So those are my four. Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma, North Carolina, college football playoff. Clemson, Alabama, Penn State, Oklahoma. Okay. All right, Black. Who plays in your national championship game and who wins it? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, man. D, I'm going to roll the dice here, and mm. I could be wrong, okay. but I'm going to go Alabama versus Oklahoma. Mm. I'm going to go Alabama versus Oklahoma in the, in the national championship. You ask for win. Oh, win now? Mm. Oh, Alabama beats them uh, by 20. They go back to back. Back to back. They go back Oklahoma. to back. Okay. They go. They beat Oklahoma and, and make okay. Spencer Rattle just look disgusting okay. in the natty. Okay. Alabama by 20. Okay. Over Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, my national championship game, I have Oklahoma and Clemson mm, in the again. national championship game. I have, <sighs> in the championship game, Oklahoma and Clemson in the championship game. And I'm going to take the Sooners to win it all this year. I'm going to take you say Sp- Clemson. Yeah. Oh, you say you got Oklahoma and Clemson. Clemson yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I got Oklahoma and Clemson in the national championship game, and I'm going to take Lincoln Riley and Spencer Rattler mm. to win it all this year. I think Lincoln Riley has been knocking. He's been knocking, and he's been knocking. He is one of college football's elite coaches, and I think this year he stakes his claim and getting him a ring this year. I just think Oklahoma's – Competition in the Big 12 is nothing. I think they'll get ready for the playoff by playing Oklahoma, I mean, uh, Iowa State twice, two times in what, four weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. That could get them ready to go. And I really see some chinks possibly from Alabama. I just think it always works out that way. They rarely do this two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And with the new young quarterback, I just think somewhere he will trip up. Somewhere he just will trip up because brand new situation, million dollar kid. Mm. It's a lot of pressure. It's just a lot of pressure. So I'm going to tell you the Sooners will win it all this year. I'll tell you the Sooners will win it all. Undefeated Oklahoma as well. 13 oh, to 0. 13 no champion. losses. No losses. Okay. National champion. All right. All right, Blatt, let's talk about the Heisman. Talk about the Heisman. Give me a couple names who you got to watch for in this Heisman and give me your ultimate Heisman trophy winner. For me, D, it really, I think it's really. I think it's really two people, but I'm going to say a third because we had a receiver win it last year. I'm going to say for me, it's, Sam, it's, it's Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, and the raw receiver from uh, Ohio State, uh, Charles Oliveira. Oh, yeah, raw receiver, uh, Charles uh, Oliveira. Oli- I'm, I'm probably, Olivier or something like that. Olivier, yeah. yeah. He was supposed to go pro, but he came back for his senior year. So okay. um, it's those three guys for me. Uh, for the Heisman race, I think, but I think it's going to come down to Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler. And if we're making a prediction now, who will win yeah. it? 
I'm gonna give it to Sam Howell. I think okay. I think I think Sam Howell I see it. Tell things tell just tear things up. His numbers are going to be crazy. Yeah, I agree. Do I think he'll have slip ups? I think he probably will. Mm-hmm. But I think his numbers are going to be uh crazy this year. Okay. For the North Carolina Tie Heroes. So I'm going to roll with Sam Howard to win the Heisman this year. Okay. Uh my group um that I have uh coming up and one name that you know get talked about that we didn't really talk about him or his team this episode, quarterback from the Cincinnati Bearcats, uh Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, he had a phenomenal year last year. Had a great showing last year against Georgia uh, in that game. I think it was against Georgia or LSU. It was, Georgia. It was Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it, that game came down late. It did. And he played well. Yeah, he and did. I think Cincinnati is, you know, they're going to be a team to be looking at on yeah. the outside saying, man, should they be getting some conversation about making a playoff? But I think he'll get invited. I think he'll get invited to New York for the Heisman, followed with uh, Spencer Rattler. And Sam Howell, okay? Ultimately, I have Spencer Rattler winning the Heisman. I just think his numbers are going to be all-world. I think Sam Howell faced stiffer competition this year in the ACC than what Spencer Rattler is going to face in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at Oklahoma's schedule, I mean, by God. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, the Texas game is a rivalry. Anything can happen there. Mm-hmm. Might be his toughest game of the year due to Might the fact be. of the rivalry. You, yeah. We know how rivalries go in college football. You just never know what's going to be the outcome. And then you got Iowa State possibly twice in four weeks. I just think he gets off like he got off on them last year in the championship game. Mm-hmm. And I just think his numbers rack up. He'll be a darling this year in college football. And I just think he wins the Heisman. I think he wins the Heisman. All right. All right, Black, before we get out of here, sleeper team. Give me a team off the top of your head to watch for before we close out this show. A team that no one's thinking about. Not, I'm not saying they got to make it to the college football player. I'm just saying a team to look at week in and week. I say, man, that team is fun to watch. You know what, my boy? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it, bro. We were just talking about these guys the other day. The Raging Cages, my boy, from Louisiana. Okay. Number 23 ranked yeah. Raging Cajuns yeah. from Louisiana. Yeah. I think they shocked some of these teams they play this year. Yeah. Uh, who did, Week one, they got te- I think they shocked Texas this year. You week think they one, get it done? I think they get it done. They beat Iowa State last year, week one. I think the Raging Cajuns oh, will, make yeah, a, will make a little noise this year, D. They're returning, they're returning their quarterback from last year, a few pieces on the offensive side. Defensively, I don't know how much they're returning, but I think they'll make some noise, just like Coastal Carolina did last year. So I'm going to be keeping a close eye on the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana, my boy. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) You know, I'm going to keep waving this flag, man. The disrespect that these guys get. The group is still together. Everybody's back. And what am I talking about? Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the fighting Chanticleers from Coastal Carolina, my boy. They shocked the world on multiple occasions last year. The 24th ranked Chanticleers, my boy, make noise in college football once again. And they'll be hovering around the New Year's six-day bowl game, my boy. We might get to see the Chanticleers (laughs) on the big stage when we get to those New Year's six games. So watch out for the fighting Chanticleers from Coastal Carolina. 
Carolina. All right. So that's going to wrap up our show, man. Really, really fun. We love doing these preview shows, especially when it comes to college football, man. The passion and the, and the energy is just through the roof, man. Um, really appreciate you guys listening to us for this whole two plus hours. All the support, all of the plays, all of the retweets, man. All of the text messages. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. We'll be locked in week in and week out uh, with college football, man. We look to get some of our favorite personalities back here. Freddie Briggs, Cedric. Far, uh, Rashad Robinson, man, is help us carry this college uh, football season. Try to get Kevin Dunbar in here, man. He a hard man to get a hold of. Yeah, Dunbar's a hard man to get a hold of. We're gonna try to get his thoughts and uh, introduce you guys to Kevin uh, Dunbar. Black, anything before we wrap up? Yeah, man, just excited, D. I'm excited, man. Like just just watching college football last night, man. When we got the HBCU. Yeah. Uh, prime time game that was amazing. Just yeah. to see, just to see college football back, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. We're gonna be, we're gonna be recovering all this like we do year in and year out, man. I love college football. So y'all keep on sticking with us, man. Rocking with us, man. We appreciate all the love and support that we get from our listeners and followers, man. Y'all keep rocking with us. Yes, we do. You can find me at Dedrick Hicks Jr. Twitter. Instagram, follow the Reduced Lunch Sports Instagram handle as well. We have some interesting things coming out for y'all um, in the next coming weeks, man. But football season is a different breed. <laughs> it's a different breed, and we love it. Um, as y'all hear week in and week out, how passionate me and Black are about our opinions about sports, man. So we just look forward for you guys uh, 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 listening to us week in and week out. Where can they find you, Black? Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up, man. Let's talk about it. Yes, sir. Until the next time. Remember, this ain't college football related, but the Fantasy League is up and it's running. Invitations have been sent. The league will go public probably right now while you're listening to this episode. Man, Black going to do something during the week uh, to address the uh, Reduced Lunch Sports Fantasy League. Uh, 16-team league. 16-team league. A lot of fun. There's some tweaks that we put in there, but we'll explain that. Uh, later on this week so yes the fantasy league is up and running now if you've been sending invitation we hope you accept it if you have not accepted the league is going public probably right now so please accept and uh we look forward to having fun again uh this year with the fantasy league so until next time which is probably going to be in a couple days y'all be cool y'all be safe take care of yourselves and we'll be talking uh to you guys soon Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk?